This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Friday, April 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Two people were killed after a tractor trailer hauling watermelons crashed on the New Jersey Turnpike on Thursday night. It happened around 9.20 p.m. just north of exit 7A in Robbinsville, Mercer County. That's what I just mentioned uh, in traffic. They are still doing an accident investigation out there. So uh, uh, the, it's off to the shoulder, but uh, there is still some activity. Uh, police said the tractor trailer hit a um, bridge in the mm-hmm. inner roadway of the northbound lane, spilling watermelons all over the roadway. New Jersey State Police said the driver and a passenger were killed in the crash. The crash briefly shut down the northbound lanes of the turnpike. By early this morning, just the right shoulder was blocked in the inner drive to traffic. Police are still investigating the exact cause of the crash. Yeah, the footage was pretty uh, pretty wild. I mean, everything was just decimated. Yeah, yeah, terrible. The pandemic changed the way cosmetic counters operate, but as malls reopen, a Montgomery County woman hopes the changes remain permanent. Her plea comes after she uh, contracted ocular herpes while getting her <laughs> makeup professionally done for an event. Uh, Tamika Hill said that she visited the MAC cosmetic counter in the Willow Grove Mall in June of 2019. Uh, she says the woman who did her makeup did a wonderful job, but several days later, she says that I woke up in excruciating pain. I couldn't see. Oh. I had to be taken to the emergency room. Hasn't this long like been in consideration as far as... Uh, well, there was another like, woman that said she got um, herpes from, I think it was, I forget, one, like, one of the mall stores. Some, but I mean, also like with like the different, the different um, like pu- public samples. Well, so yeah, now, I mean, yeah. if you walk into one of these stores, you can't try any makeup on. Right. Like, they don't put anything on you, but she, this was back in 2019. Oh, they freaked out the other day. I was in there trying on panties. Stop it. And they were like, oh my God. Get out. I'm like, oh, you're right. Pandemic. I got it. Yeah. Hey, some clothing stores uh, still have their dressing rooms closed. Yeah. So you can't try yeah. clothes yeah. on either. Mm-hmm. Um, so doctors said that she had ocular herpes. Like the yeah. virus people get on their mouths, Hill had it in her eyes. Oh. She believes she got the virus from the MAC makeup counter uh, or the MAC makeup up artist who says that she was not using disposable brushes. Hill says uh, her autoimmune condition, lupus, has exacerbated her Man. herpes outbreaks. She was having continuous flare-ups, and they were causing her vision to blur. She was missing work weeks at a time and ended up losing her job. Yeah, my sister's got lupus. It just makes everything worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, it's very... Looks, I, I used to uh, rent an apartment from a, a man who's, uh, whose wife had um, lupus, and it, it seemed to me that a lot of times it was very similar to what I hear people suffering from Lyme disease experience. Like it sort of like it, it comes, it makes them very tired. Yeah, I guess there's there's a yeah. lot of different symptoms. Right, you can right. Have. My sister has you know problems with her mouth. Oh, and really? Things like that. Yeah. yeah. So if any and it, and it gets around like your gland areas and oh. yeah, it's messed up. Uh, so Hill says that she initially wanted her medical costs covered and an apology. When she, that didn't happen, she says that she's decided to sue over the 2019 diagnosis. Hill says, I've lost my job, I've lost my income, and this has completely destroyed my life. 6ABC spoke to Rowan University biological science professor Dr. Elizabeth Brooks, who has studied makeup counters over the years. She says that makeup counters do have really good protocols. Unfortunately, not every counter follows them. Dr. Brooks' study found at least two-thirds of makeup samples had gross bacterial contamination. 
Four astronauts from three countries left Earth this morning aboard the SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule, marking the third ever crewed flight for Elon Musk's company and the first from SpaceX to make use of a previously flown rocket booster and spacecraft. Today's SpaceX launch made use of the same rocket booster that powered the 2020 Demo 2 mission, as well as the same spacecraft dubbed Endeavor. SpaceX has long made reusability a cornerstone of its business plan, hoping that recovering and refurbishing hardware will drive down the cost of spaceflight. It's very cool. Through the company, uh, though the company has fl- uh, has reflown boosters and spacecrafts dozens of times on satellite and cargo launches over the past several years, this will mark the first time the company will reuse hardware for a crewed mission. Two NASA astronauts will be joined uh, or are joined by a French and Japanese astronaut. Uh, they'll spend six months aboard the International Space Station after their Crew Dragon capsule docks early Saturday morning. God, six months? That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's amazing, though. It's yeah. pretty cool. The journey began at Kennedy Space Center in Florida this morning at fi- uh, 5.49 a.m. after being delayed by one day. So, Kathy, if they're not disposing of these capsules after each use, is there a chance of herpes? Uh, <laughs> no. God. God. Dude, <laughs> that is terrible. If that's where she got it, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers lost their third straight game falling to the Bucks last night in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 27 points and Chris Middleton added 24 as the Bucks won 124-117 in a matchup of two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Bobby Portis added a season-high 23 points and the Bucks ended a five-game losing streak. The two teams face each other again tomorrow afternoon and tip off will be at 3.30. The Flyers beat the New York Rangers last night at Madison Square Garden. James Van Riemsdyk scored two power play goals, including one with his face, and Jake Voracek scored the game winner with just under six minutes left in the third period as the the Flyers earned a 3-2 win. Just like the Sixers, the Flyers are also in the middle of back-to-back games against the same team, and they'll be in Manhattan again tonight. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock, and the Phillies open up a weekend series in Denver tonight with a game against the Rockies. Vince Velasquez will get the start for the Phillies, and German Marquez will start for, the, for Colorado, the first pitch is scheduled for 8.40. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy! <laughs> wow! It's Friday, man. Welcome. I am so in the mood <laughs> for a weekend. It's a wonderful thing. It's been a good week. It's been a fun week, but I, I, I definitely am in that. I'm happy it's the weekend mode. Me too. I've been, for some reason, I've been, uh, just on a personal level, I've been uh, physically Tired. I don't know why. I've been getting plenty of sleep. I've been getting the sleep I've needed. It's been a little chillier. That can. I don't know, man. Who knows? Know. Who knows? I'm just happy that it's the weekend, and I and I hope that you are too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. We have a few things taking place. Well, we're going to give away our word of the week prize today because it is indeed a Friday, and that's three hundred bucks from Aspiration. And the money theme just continues through the program. I am feeling good, and I hope you are too. That's right. <laughs> uh, the money clip contest at eight and ten. Your opportunity to win. $500. Let's not miss out on that. And then it goes through the day, obviously, every other hour up until 8 p.m. Uh, a guest on the show. It's great. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. We have not talked to the, we have not spoken to the Fitz dog in a this while. This cat really knows how to play guitar.
No, I don't know if he plays guitar or not. I know that he is a comedian. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's, see, it's, oddly enough, it's, we used to talk to him a, much more frequently, but it's yeah. been a while. So Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. So we'll uh, we'll check in with uh, Greg around 9 o'clock this morning, which should be pretty cool. And we are backed up as far as prizes go. So we've got to play a game. We're going to try something out this morning. Chance for you to win a whole bunch of nice. stuff. Like we have a stack of things. Yeah, we do. So we want to make sure that we give those away, and we will do that at some point this morning, guaranteed. All right, so that is what we have on our agenda and other stuff that is uh, unseen at this point. We'll take a break, come back in a moment. I have a gigantic report of celebrity stuff to pass along to you and a stupid question with something to win uh, right off the bat. So we'll come back with that and more. Sun's coming up. We will enjoy this sunrise together. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. I may have done this before, but I don't care. Doesn't matter. Do it again. Um, what is the panda's primary food source? 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. The panda bear. What is their primary food source? Call now if you know the answer. We have up for grabs a $50 Metro Diner gift card. A lot of birthdays to go through on Friday, April 23rd. It's Valerie Bertinelli's birthday today. This is it. And her son Wolfgang is a talented musician. Man, I, I'm impressed. Yeah. I am impressed. So often. Uh, you know, like I was dreading. Please let him have some talent. Please let him have some talent because yeah. you love Eddie Van Halen so much. He does, and he's and you pointed out he's got a great voice, great singing voice. I was very surprised. Uh, her and Rachel Ray are good friends. Right, are Marissa? They? Wasn't that who? Yeah, when Marissa and I went up to see uh, the Rachel Ray show. Uh, that's what she she had gone out the night before, and we kind of thought that she may have been slightly hungover, oh, uh, and she was out with uh, Valerie Bertinelli. I could see them palling around. They yeah. seem to have similar perky personalities. You know that Rachel you know? Ray and her hubby are apparently, uh, they do a little swinging. Well, I remember that a while back. Yeah. I remember hearing that they were adventurous. I don't know if it was swinging Oh, or full-blown not, swinging. Yeah, oh, rigging really? and everything. Yeah, no, figging. Uh, Valerie Burton, well, she's well, got she's all chef. that ginger and she's probably putting gar- more ginger? garlic up there and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, Valerie Burton, LA 61. What you need, Marissa? Come on. Come on. She's oh, timidly walking in with a note. You can do it. I was just the, the night before, they were at the Van Halen reunion show. That's oh. it. That's where they were. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Valerie 61. Joyce DeWitt of Three's Company played Janet Wood. Man, oh, man. 72 yeah. today. Getting to watch that show in reruns, you realize just how <laughs> horrible it was. But I loved it. Well, John like, Ritter's The Saving Grace, obviously. Uh, she... What was her? There was a, a mugshot of her where she looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's probably one of the greatest. She's one of those people who has had a tough time reconciling herself to the fact that three. She'll always be associated with Three's company. She should go with it, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. 
72 today. Uh, the great Lee Majors. Yes! The $6 million man turns 82 years old today. We've had him on the show, haven't we? We have. Yeah, and he was good. I yeah. remember him being really cool. Yep, uh, yep. And I just, you know, when I was a kid, that's it. I $6 just, million dollar man? I just Are you kidding? to be bionic. That's all there was to it. Do you remember the first TV? It was, it was first a um, like a Tuesday night movie of the week. So there was like a 90-minute movie that they made, no. and that, and it was so popular, they went ahead with the series. Wow. I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And I loved him in the movie Big Fat Liar, too. He's <laughs> great as the stunt coordinator. Uh, he's 82 today. Uh, George Lopez is 60 years old. We've had George on a few times. He's always a super nice guy. We just had him on a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, Michael Moore, the documentary filmmaker, Bowling for Columbine, Fahrenheit 9-11, and so on. Uh, Roger and me was the first thing I saw from him. When you uh, We were talking about uh, being at an event where you felt completely out of place, and I, I brought up the New York Critics Film Awards, and I was there, and President everyone was in tuxedos. He was in a sweater and a red baseball cap. Yeah, that love was kind of his thing. <laughs> He's 67. Uh, actress Jamie King... Uh, used to go by James yes, King. Yeah. Uh, but she was in Pearl Harbor and White Chicks and Sin City. She plays Goldie in Sin yes, City, if you remember. She's the dream girl. She's 42. Uh, Cal Penn, the actor. Van Wilder movies. Harold and Kumar, obviously. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, 24 and more. Uh, he is 44 today. Uh, Dev Patel, ah. Slumdog Millionaire, Best Exotic Marigold, Ho- Marigold Hotel movies. He's really good. Uh, he turns 31 today. Uh, Casey's arm wrestling partner, John Cena. Oh, my God. I almost kicked his ass. Do you remember that? Do you remember when yeah. he leaned in and he said, please give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. My whole career's on this. And, and Please if, let up. If it wasn't on camera, yeah, yeah. I probably uh, wouldn't have. But he is, it was. I, so. I remember having him here in person. He is so... Swole, yeah, as yeah. they say, like it looks like almost painful. How yeah. how big he is, you know? Like how can you move around? Now like the question that? is, as you see him at different times, you know, size wise, he's a big guy, and you never know whether these guys juice or whatever. We, the assumption is that they're doing something. Uh, but I saw him recently, and he looked really. He's still obviously jacked, but much leaner, much leaner. He's in the Suicide Squad, the one yes, that, the he is. James Gunn version that's coming out the, this year. Did you see the trailer for that, Preston? I thought, I thought it no. was great. Oh, oh, he's and he's he's like basically the the uh, the comic relief of that collective. All right, he's uh, forty four today. Uh, John Oliver, the television host, is celebrating his forty fourth birthday. You know, he's, a, he's a Funko Pop doll of him. No. Weren't we supposed to get some? I think we were. Yeah, what the hell happened? I don't know. Uh, And then the last birthday, Gigi Hadid. Okay. Supermodel. She's our favorite Hadid, right? Because yeah. she's the closest. She lives up in the area, right? Yeah, she's okay. in New Hope. No, yeah. There's no, Bella yeah. and Gigi, and I forget who's it's in New Gigi. Hope. Is it Gigi? Yeah. Gigi's in New Hope. Someday. Someday yeah. our paths will cross. Which they have to. I'm sure she <laughs> listens every morning. Uh, she's, she's probably called in for the 500 bucks. She's, tw- she's 26 today. We'll see. She, maybe at 8. We'll get Gigi Hadid as a winner. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is the primary food source of the panda? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Rich. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Rich. What's our answer? What is, is the panda? Bamboo. Bamboo. Yeah. 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 Hang on a second. Even though the panda belongs to the animal order of carnivia or, or carnivora, uh, they, they almost ex- eat exclusively plants. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So hang on the line. We're going to get your information. You get a $50 Metro Diner gift card. You can share breakfast, lunch, or dinner with family and friends at your local Metro Diner or order online for curbside pickup or contactless delivery. 
Enjoy classics like fried chicken and waffles, steak and scramble bowl, and more. You can visit MetroDiner.com to view their menu. We'll start with this. Jersey Shore's Ronnie Ortiz Magro was arrested in Again. Los Angeles yesterday for domestic violence. Jeez. He's, this yeah. is like... I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, he's had two or three other arrests for similar stuff. Remember he had a knife in one hand and they had him on a gurney? Yeah. yeah. E! News reports that he was booked around 4 o'clock in the afternoon on charges of intimate partner violence with injury. Hmm. He remains behind bars. His attorney reportedly told the out that we have just learned of this new alleg- of the new allegations against Ronnie and need some additional time to further investigate. As such, we will not be making any other statements at this time. Uh, the 35-year-old actor is currently on probation from a separate domestic dispute with former girlfriend Jen Harley. So I don't know if this okay. involves her or not. Why I do no I think it does? Because it's one of those, um, it's just one of these relationships you're sure will have ended in murder-suicide at some yeah, point. Yeah, the, 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 the type that, that battle and then yeah. they separate and then they come back together and it yeah. just it's this vicious cycle. Yeah. But these guys have a child together, do they not? They do. Okay, so they, they are, like it or not, for better or worse, tethered to one another for the rest of their lives. So figure it out. Yeah. Figure um, it out. Get some help and do something. You, you know, like you are the common denominator. Right. And I'm talking about Ronnie or anybody who is repeatedly in this situation. You got to figure it out for the kid. That's yes. what you got to do. And, and for yourself. I mean, you can't live like this. You can't get arrested every six months. Uh, in May of last year, the district attorney's office confirmed that uh, Ronnie pleaded no contest, one count of domestic battery, and one count of resisting arrest. The plea deal gave him 36 months of probation. So that's going to be a problem. So well, he was so on the, probation. The the kid was with him at the time, and uh, case I think it was a different woman. I don't. It, different it wasn't it, Jen it, Harley. I don't think it was her. All right, well, so, he, again, then I think we have found the common denominator. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Kendall Jenner uh, has been granted a restraining order against 27 year old Shaquan King. Who allegedly tried to swim in her pool nude. Remember that? Yes, this? I remember that. So he can't do that, apparently. Yeah, according to TMZ, a judge ordered that uh, King stay at least 100 yards away from Kendall for the next five years. And the restraining order also includes Chris Jenner, Kendall's mom, and Kylie Jenner, Kendall's sister. Wasn't there a rule on the books in Calabasas for a while that you could swim in any celebrity's pool naked? And this guy was probably yeah, confused yeah, about it. Still that. on the books. Uh, King must stay away from them, their homes, workplaces, and cars for the duration of the protective order. Uh, Kendall, who was absent from the hearing, was represented by her attorney, Kate Mangles. Uh, King was not present, nor did he have a lawyer attend the hearing on his behalf. He had no lawyer? No, I guess not. But And he wasn't there either. So what? Anybody tell this guy yet? So I don't, I don't know. Uh, report claims that Prince Harry, uh, his visit to the U.K. broke the ice between himself and members of the royal family. Isn't this funny? Because I, I heard it the direct opposite. But I want to hear your story well, because that's what I want. Well, my source comes from Bizarre Magazine. So. <laughs> so that's, that's Trump's mine. Uh, <laughs> this trip was to honor the life of his grandfather and support his grandmother and relatives. It was very much a family-focused period of time, the source said. And another source said that Prince Harry's issues have not been addressed with Prince Charles or Prince William. Uh, the insider added that there is potential for future conversations after Prince Harry attended Prince Philip's funeral. They're just saying it was kind of, it, it opened up the door. It did, yeah, but they, they, they did, and they did share a little bit of time, and they did one of their favorite things. They did the uh, the peasant skeet shooting, which oh, was shoot. a lot of... Where they launched yeah, the yeah, peasants yeah, yeah. up into the air? <laughs> Paul! That's like out of history, oh, of, the history of the world. Yeah. Yes. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Saw this yesterday. Uh, it's going to happen. Hall of Fame boxer Floyd Mayweather will have an exhibition fight with YouTube personality Logan Paul. Oh, my God. That's tentatively <laughs> scheduled for June 5th. They were supposed to fight on February 20th and about st- uh, streamed on the online streaming format uh, Fanmio, but the fight was postponed. So uh, the new fight is set to stream on Showtime pay-per-view, by the way. So <laughs> let's keep track of these things. Is it Lo- Logan just had the fight, right? Yeah. No, Jake did. Jake, oh, did. Jake did? Yeah. All right. Jake I'm Paul. losing track I of know. these. Yeah. these are freaking. So, so Why would Mayweather do this, though? Well, money. money. Mayweather, his nickname is Money Mayweather. Yeah. You know, so he there, there's money to be had. He's, he's a businessman. And listen, for... As much criticism as I've given Floyd Mayweather for being a big mouth over the yeah, years, yeah, yeah. I, I I was happy to see him beat Conor McGregor. I wanted to see him yeah. put in place. Floyd is one of the greatest boxers ever. He is just incredible. And so I want him. Me too. To level a Logan. I want him to level one of these Logans because I saw this last MMA, this fighter that Jake Paul, I guess, got in the ring with. It was a boxing match. He was an MMA fighter. But I saw the shape this guy was in. It was, it was in no way prepared for this fight. No. You got to take your opponent somewhat seriously. But he also it, probably made more money doing that than he did in any UFC fight. I will guarantee you, yeah. You know, UFC mm-hmm. fighters are, you know, famously underpaid for, uh, you know, what they do. But, um, so, Kath, Floyd will make, I would say, no less than $50 million on this fight. Boom. And, and wow, he really? might. Dude, he made a hundred million for the Conor McGregor one, and this is more of a spectacle because people want to see Logan Paul get knocked out, or at least undressed for a few rounds, you know, toyed yeah. with, and then knocked out. Yeah. I think I think Conor McGregor, as we we talked when we did the um, the recap, I think he he stepped up. He was definitely he had definitely practiced. As a boxer, because it's oh, two yeah. different fighting styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really care for Logan or Jake, but I, I hear that Jake actually takes his training really seriously and that he uh, got in the best shape that he could get in right. to fight. So he's able to hold his own, at least, when he gets in the ring. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm I'm intrigued. I'd like to see yeah, I'll watch yeah. it. I, I, I'd like to see this massacre, if that's what it turns out to be. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is reportedly leaning on ex-husband Mark Anthony for additional support <laughs> following Ooh. her recent split from Adam I know. He's it my man. Be. He's your clothes designer. He's my designer. Oh, my God. I wonder if that happens a lot, though. Like, of you course. go back to the ex after your, you know, the, the preceding uh, relationship to, ends. And, and reform relationship? Or, or just, just for help? For, to, like, lean on them for help I'll or, bet or you it happens. Yeah, it's got as long to. as you have a decent relationship and with them, you know. The word ha- is and has been for years that Mark Anthony has never lost his you know, complete commitment to Jennifer Lopez. Is it he, was she that broke up that relationship. Who, and he's the dad of the kids? Yeah, uh, they they have 13-year-old twins. Uh Emmy Jake and John Logan. No, no, no. <laughs> Emmy and Max. Oh, oh. Are their are their names? So J Lo and Mark share those uh, those two kids together. Uh, so a source tells uh, E News he's a great dad and has been there for Jennifer and the and kids. And what a clothes designer! Uh, he knows that she is hard at work and going through a stressful time in her life. I need to go peruse the Mark Anthony collection at Kohl's very soon. Oh, is that, is that where it is at Kohl's? It's at Kohl's. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. It's like <laughs> I recently dropped some weight. I could use some new clothes. So yeah, maybe you I go. Would do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Russell Crowe uh, was long rumored to be in the mix in Phase 4 of the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it seems he himself has spilled the beans on who he is playing during a radio interview. He he slipped. He did. Uh, everyone involved with the latest Thor movie was hoping to keep the casting news officially under wraps, but Russell apparently told the world himself 
He revealed what he is doing in Thor Love and Thunder. And this was his quote, and I'll explain what yeah. he means in this, okay? So he says, he's talking to the, to the interviewer. He says, now I'm going to go get on my bicycle. I'm going to ride up to Disney Fox Studios. I'm going to get the hot tongs out. And round about 9.15, I shall be Zeus in Thor 4. Hmm. It is my last day of Zeusing about, and I'm going to enjoy it. Now, hot tongs are apparently... Uh, slang for curling iron. Ah, uh, so you know those I guess Aussies. I guess his hair is being curled. I don't know, um, and it's unlikely that Marvel is thrilled about the Zeus reveal, as it had many speculating about other potential appearances in Love and Thunder. If we're going to get a heavy dose of Greek mythology, like say maybe Hercules or another character, I think I'd be down with that. Totally, I'd love to explore that side of the deal because you yeah. got you know Anthony Hopkins. No, he he would not be back because he died. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we shall see. But he he slipped up. And apparently right, so said that he's gonna. Uh, Anthony Hopkins didn't die, by the way. His character did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. he has to lose a little weight to become Zeus, right? Uh, listen, if he takes off 120, 150, uh, he'll be perfect. Not huh. necessarily. I mean, if they put like you know. Zeus is just a large yeah. character anyway. A big, okay. a big beard and, and all that, so they um, can cover up all that fat. Lawrence Olivier played him in um, Clash of the Titans, mm-hmm. so they had him a little a little trimmer and a little more, um, not feeble, but a little All right. But Hercules, lighter. if he were Hercules, yes. then he'd absolutely be you got to be jacked and buff uh, fat for that. Hercules. I mean, there's a, it's like Fat Thor. Yeah, yeah. There's no, a Fat Thor. Maybe there was, Hercules on hard times. The Bill Murray yeah. bit on SNL. Yeah, that yeah, was, was Fat that Hercules, right? It was Fat Hercules, <laughs> it was, it was, and they had it dubbed over. Her- Hercules, you're not as I remember you. P- pick up, pick up that boulder. That one seems rather large. Yeah. How about a smaller one? <laughs> uh, Machine Gun Kelly shocked fans when he posted a photo of his new tattoo on Instagram with what looks like a real slit to the throat. Oh. And the caption reads, "Bye bye neck." Uh, the new red tat runs vertical from the bottom of his chin to the top of his neckline. Uh, making it appear oh. as if his neck had been sliced open why and is starting the blade. Why, if you're going to start, why, if you're getting acting roles and stuff like that, which he is, why would you put something so hard to cover? Well, and it's thin though, yeah, and, and it looks like not like it's it's a gaping wound or anything like that, but it looks like uh, like had someone a had, had no, not a trach because uh, it goes vertical. Yeah. But it, but it looks like, um, I don't know, somebody th- th- flicked him with a knife, not jabbed yeah. it in and sliced it down. Uh, so get it. he said, ticket to my, uh, it reads on, on the posting, ticket to my downfall. The one uh, that he got in honor of his, oh, I'm sorry. This is another tattoo on his lower neck that reads ticket to my downfall. Uh, in honor of his album that was released last year. Uh, he has at least 77 tattoos according to that you know, story that I saw. Uh, I don't know if he's taking after him, but Pete Davidson, I think is, it has the biggest mess of tattoos I've ever seen. Stuff that is oh. so. Doesn't really have a theme. Nothing. No. Just nothing. Jumbled. Just jumbled crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that look. No, me neither. Um, but. You know, when you sometimes when you start, you don't necessarily know where you're going with it. You know, so it's it's well, hard. I, I would develop a theme as quickly as I could, rather than look like a, a you know refrigerator magnets on a. On a <laughs> that's really what it looks like. You're yeah, right. you're right. They just threw a bunch of stuff yeah. on there. Uh, I showed uh, Casey this yesterday. Steven Seagal has listed his bulletproof home in North Scottsdale for sale. Uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. The outside is gorgeous. The inside is a little plain, but it is, uh, the custom home is located on 12 acres in the guard gated community of the, this room is the library. of the carefree ranch homesteads. And over here is the kitchen. 
Uh, the estate is almost 3,000 feet above sea level and overlooks Desert Mountain in the Phoenix Metro, or the Phoenix Metro, all through the floor-to-ceiling bulletproof window. So there's... there's Windows are bulletproof. Yeah, we're looking at it. It is gorgeous. Yeah, isn't that cool? Um, yeah, I love that. I, I could definitely, you know, take some time there. Looks out in, uh, it's kind of, you know, mountain and desert uh, topography. I, I would have, you know, if honestly, if I lived elevated like that, I, I, and I could have bulletproof windows, I would. Because you, you're surrounded by, you know, a, a lot of areas where people can see you. And I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to be on display. you got to be slightly paranoid to have yeah. uh, bulletproof windows. But, I mean, but you can't open those windows if they're bulletproof, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the buyer will well, receive... Bulletproof blinds. Four bedrooms, uh, theater, swimming pool, spa, and three-car garage. A guest home on the property includes full kitchen, living area, bedroom, suite. I For assume... more information about this house, contact Juliana Erickson <laughs> with the Engel Volkers. I assume no gym, right? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> no. I think that went by by a long time ago for Steven. He put an ice cream shop in his gym. <laughs> um, all right, so I have... Uh, <laughs> we can do a twist, yeah. too. I've really come around on, on Arizona. I'd never um, been gorgeous. there. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely. I mean, in northern Arizona, where like the Grand Canyon is, like a really, I had no idea... How beautiful the desert actually really is. I think it is. Pictures yeah. and video mm-hmm. just don't do it justice. You actually have to be there. I think it would have to be along the lines of, though, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I hear Minneapolis is wonderful. If you can deal with the winter, same thing about uh, yes. Arizona. If you can deal with the summer, right. it's probably a great place to live. But I it was... gets hot as all hell. Oh, when I was doing stand-up, I, for a lot of times I would end up in Arizona. It was Preston. I remember one time there it was 121 degrees. Yeah, yes. yeah. Right. Uh, Game of Thrones alum Amelia Clark is in final talks to join Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn's in uh, to join them both in uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, we had mentioned the other day that Olivia Coleman has been That's added right. to this. Uh, it's the upcoming Marvel series for Disney Plus. Uh, Jackson and Mendelsohn reprise their MCU characters Nick Fury and uh, the Skrull Talos, respectively, who we first met in Captain Marvel. My daughter and I are working our way through the. Uh, Marvel Universe. We watched Captain Marvel last night. We got one more movie to go. One more. And then we're done. And I forgot, you know, uh, how how much I did enjoy Captain Marvel. It kind of got crapped on a little bit. But that Skrull character, Talos, is very funny. Well, yeah. here, I, I liked him a lot. Here's the deal with the Captain Marvel. It was a necessary movie. Yeah, yeah. You had to flat. You knew what she was going to be doing in the, in the two big wrap-up films, yeah. and so you needed to get... There. I think they yeah. did a fine job. Yeah. Yeah, Your like next it. movie is Endgame, I assume? Correct. Well, then, Preston, I got some great news for you. What? Spider-Man Far From Home is still on the docket, so uh, you have two more movies. Spider-Man Far From Home, did that fall before Endgame? It was after Endgame. It was after Endgame. Okay, yeah, yeah I didn't think about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Thank you, Casey. It's not over yet. So the crossover comic event series showcases a faction of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Uh, like I said, uh, the cast does include Olivia Coleman. Further plot details are being kept under wraps, and it's not clear what role Amelia Clark will play. Now, speaking of her, uh, she has written a comic book series. Oh! Yeah, the three-issue Image Comics miniseries, Mom, or M-O-M, Mother of Madness, mm-hmm. written by Clark and Marguerite Bennett, follows a single mom named Maya who uses her superpowers to take on human traffickers. So she's a she's a little bit a bit of a geek. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, EW reports that the first issue drops on July twenty first. Now, sticking with the superhero theme, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> 
is <laughs> uh, is working on a superhero movie about an older black woman. Uh, she told Variety, since I was a little kid, I've been obsessed with, and then it stops there, uh, maybe, maybe superheroes. Uh, they've all, they, they left out a word. Uh, they're all saving the earth all the time, but do you know who's really going to save the earth? Old black women, she said. Uh, she said the movie will focus on a woman learning to use superhero powers later in life. So somebody doesn't discover right. that they have these powers until they're older on, yeah. on in, in life. So I don't know if that's ever been explored before or not. <sighs> An older person not realizing not, they don't get them until late in life. So that'll yeah, be interesting. No. Um, Netflix has just revealed that season three of Aziz Ansari's award-winning series Master of None will premiere sometime in May. Uh, Consequence TV reports that filming took place in London last spring. Uh, picked up earlier this year, uh, British actress Naomi Ackie was spotted on set, sparking rumors that she'll play Ansari's love interest. That's been off the air for a while. Has it? Because he had, uh, like two years ago, two or three years ago, he got swept up a little bit in the Me Too stuff. Turns out it was just an unpleasant date. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, um, and so, yeah, what was the last time the show actually had another premiere season? Yeah, I don't know. I ne- Seems I like forever. I never did see it. Is it good? Anybody seen it? I only watched a few I, episodes. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, did, I don't know why I didn't finish it. I know my wife finished at least yeah. the first season, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Deadline has reported yesterday that Netflix is developing a docuseries on Bubba Wallace, NASCAR's huh. only black full-time driver, where he competes for Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's 23XI, or 23, I guess, 11, Yeah, because uh, it's in... Um, Roman numerals or twenty three XI. I'm not sure. Racing team. Is it is it uh, is it a documentary or is it a uh, is it a docu drama? Um, good. It says docu series. There we so go. There right. you go. Uh, the series, which is not yet titled, will be developed under three hundred studios and Boardwalk Pictures with direction and production by Eric Parker. So that could be an interesting story. Uh, the world of How I Met Your Mother will continue on Hulu with How I Met Your Father, a sequel to the original CBS comedy, and it will star Hilary Duff. Mm. Uh, Duff serves as both producer and star. It's set in New York City, just like the original. Father will follow Duff's Sophie, who in the near future is telling her son the long story of how she met his father. That story will catapult us, and this is according to the show, catapult us back to the year 2021, where Sophie and her close-knit group of friends are in the midst of figuring out who they are, what they want out of life, and how to fall in love in the age of dating apps and limitless options. I wonder if uh, Bob Saget's going to make, you know, Bob Saget was the voiceover for the uh, how I met narration, yeah, yeah. Uh, the series is created by Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, and they were behind uh, This Is Us. And love Victor. Mother creators Carter Bays and Craig Thomas will executive produce alongside them. Uh, this is not the first attempt, by the way, to spin a series off from How I Met Your Mother, which ran from 2005 to 2014. A pilot episode of a spinoff called How I Met Your Dad, starring actress and director Greta Gerwig, was made in 2014. Uh, but CBS passed on the series. Oh. I guess they didn't care for it. I wonder why they didn't break out a series with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah, right. He was Barney, Barney right? was Barney Stinson was the um was kind of the star. Yeah. All right, one more story. Uh Dakota Johnson is set to star in Netflix's retelling of Jane Austen's novel Persuasion. Uh Carrie Cracknell, known for directing Jake Gyllenhaal in Seawall A Life on Broadway, is stepping behind the camera in her feature directorial debut. 
Uh, it's described as a modern, witty approach to a beloved story. Uh, Persuasion tells the story of Anne Elliot, an unconforming woman living with her snobby family on the brink of bankruptcy. Unmarried and 27 years old, Anne reconnects with a man that she was once persuaded to reject and faces a second chance at love. Uh, Persuasion was the last... Yeah, I know, honestly, but my my wife and daughter will watch this. No, no, I mean they 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 go to the this well a lot. And yeah, they, sometimes it works. Listen, it, yeah, they've made Austin novels a, into a, seven ton of movies, times, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so is Anna Green Gables? Is that part of this whole thing? I, I don't know. They love these period things, like I Doctor Strangers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'm on board with that. Jane Austen. Anna Green Gables. That's a character. And uh, yeah, Anna the I, Green Gables. I, who knows? I don't know. Well, it's like the Hulk. I just know they wear stupid clothes, and it's set in a, in a period that I'm not interested <laughs> stupid in. Clothes. <laughs> stupid clothes. Stupid clothes. <laughs> Look at those things. Uh, my neck, I can't breathe. Uh, Anna no. Green Gables is not by Jane Austen. It's okay. uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery. Of uh, of the same time though. Uh, 1908, but yeah, probably same period. Yeah, same, you know whatever. <laughs> So, okay, <laughs> my Rotten Tomatoes yeah. review. Does she fly? Well, Austin died in 1817, so she was about 100 years before that. Yeah, good riddance, right? Yeah. All of it, right? <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually do enjoy some of the film versions. Uh, I, I actually, I in school we had to read a number of the books. Do you guys uh, like uh, Clueless? I mean, that's a Jane Austen. It is. Yeah, you know, that's Emma. That's um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh really? That's Emma? Yep. No yeah. kidding. Same okay. story. Yeah. Uh, I've never did. Did you like their her novels? Uh, I did. I, I, I I've mean, never read. Yeah, they're 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 actually there's a little bit of a sense of humor and and uh, whimsy about and it's them. Soap opera. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, cause I, I'm, I'm trying to go back and read some classics and, and, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll pick up an Austin novel. Persuasion was the last novel she wrote. Of course, uh, Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, and Emma, Prior to Death. And Out for Justice. Uh, and Out for Justice. <laughs> Steven Seagal? That's how we afforded the house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. License to kill. <laughs> Above the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And under siege. Uh, how much for a baker's dozen of donuts? <laughs> uh, a separate production of Persuasion starring succession actor Sarah Snook is currently uh, in the works at Searchlight Pictures, by the way. All right. Um, it's Friday, and that means oh. new uh, movies Ooh. are out and about. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Yeah! Alright, it's an action fantasy adventure, and it opens. Uh, starring Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson. Uh, the plot is uh, MMA fighter Cole Young, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior Sub-Zero, an otherworldly cryomancer, I love that term, uh, to hunt Cole down. His uh, pursuit eventually leads him down a path of even more demanding assassins and brutal encounters. It is an hour and 50 minutes long. It's rated R. It's in theaters and streaming uh, as well. Rotten Tomatoes score of 54%. Which is pretty good. 
good. That's not bad yeah. for, you know, a movie like this, which is just a bunch of mindless video game, beat the crap out of, you know. And Absolutely. I was reading the, spines out. the reviews, and, and they said it, yeah, a, a vast improvement over the um, the first versions that they had like 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. And that the it, what you're there for, you're going to get. Yeah, I might I might have to check that yeah. one out. Yeah. Uh, also opening is Together Together. Which together is- Together! Sorry. Which is a drama comedy. It stars Ed Helms, Patty Harrison, uh, Rosalind Chow. Uh, And the plot is when young loner Anna is hired as the gestational surrogate for Matt, a single man in his 40s who wants a child. The two strangers come to realize this unexpected relationship will quickly challenge their perceptions of connection, boundaries, and the particulars of love. Uh, it is an hour and 30 minutes long. It's rated R. Uh, theater release. Rotten Tomatoes, 93%. And good friend Ed Helms. First sort of swipe at um, more of a drama. All right. And then finally, Vanquish is a mystery th- thriller that opens this week. It stars Morgan Freeman, Ruby Rose, and Patrick Muldoon. Uh, the plot is a mother, Victoria, is trying to put her dark past as a Russian drug courier behind her. But retired cop Damon forces Victoria to do his bidding by holding her daughter hostage. Now, Victoria must use guns, guts, and a motorcycle to take out a series of violent gangsters or she may never see her child again. Uh, it's an hour and 36 minutes long. It is rated R. It's in theaters and streaming. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it a whopping 7%. <laughs> yeah. <Boy. laughs> 7%. Uh, listen. <laughs> Ruby Rose uh, is 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 very athletic and and good, and she can pull off you know these stuff this stuff to to a limit. Um, like in John Wick two, they handle it the right way. There's like a you know like a knife fight, but eventually he just basically picks her up and slams her against the the, mm-hmm. the wall. And that's the problem is that you you can't have someone who's at tops maybe a hundred and eleven pounds uh-huh. taking if. on yeah and and. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's just, just really it's, it's beyond hard. the scope of is yeah. Morgan uh, Morgan Freeman like behind on his mortgage payments or something like why is he picking up roles like probably this? All right, just a little money grab hot tub. yeah <laughs> all right what'd you say I want a hot tub oh and he's got listen <laughs> those things don't buy themselves yeah, really. all right we're ready for clips all right we were just talking about this Ed Helms very quiet about his personal life but his latest film Together Together is so special that he let a few details slip. And in this clip, Ed discusses how the film changed his world view. You know, I'm all, I was a, a dad going into this movie, and I think it it shifted my perspective, certainly on the the different avenues that that families can take in 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 coming together and and how families are created. No way. Uh, together, together will be released in theaters this Friday. Here's the next clip. We were just talking about this one too. When you consider Sub Zero's past. Being abducted as a young child and uh, treated terribly, his life of pure darkness seems somewhat justified. And that's what actor Joe Taslim believed to play the character uh, in Mortal Kombat. And here, Joe talks about digging deep to prepare for the role. Well, I felt so much joy at first. And then I just realized that, oh, my God, this is Sub-Zero. And then it came with, you know, a lot of, maybe not pressure, maybe I... It's responsibility because you you cannot just you know take the role look cool and expect that you're gonna get something playing this role but you gotta give justice to Sub Zero. Oh mama! Uh, Mortal Kombat is in theaters now, as we mentioned earlier. And there you go. That's is that also, is, is it also on HBO Max or is it? Yes. 
Oh, uh, Mortal Kombat is? Yeah. 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 Yay. Yeah. And and you get it with the subscription? You do. Rock on. All right. Well, maybe I'll be watching that this weekend. All right. That's it. That's the entertainment report for you this morning. We have money to give away. We are loaded with prizes. We are going to play a contest this morning. We have our buddy Greg Fitzsimmons, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, joining us. Make sure that you stay put because there's a lot coming up, and we'll return in just a moment. This weekend's featured MM artist. This is Tom Petty. As we approach April's full moon, a super pink moon, we're celebrating the anniversary of full moon fever. Every hour this weekend, we're playing pairs of petty and proffering free copies of full moon fever on vinyl. MMR VIPs head to WMMR.com to win the band's live anthology box set. And during Monday night's full moon, Jackie Bam Bam caps it all off by spinning side one and side two of full moon fever on vinyl. This is Tom Petty and you are locked in the cage of the rock and roll animals on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The other day we had a story about uh, Jim Steinman, the um, musician, and maybe not a name that everybody knows, but right. he certainly knows music. He wrote for uh, Meatloaf and many other people. Total Eclipse of the Heart was his, but not a not a, a name on the forefront unless you really do follow, you know, music and, and musicians. And then a couple of more today, yeah, uh, which I was uh, surprised to see. Uh, not not big big names in the world, maybe bigger in, in the world of hip hop, but a guy named Shock G. You may know him as Humpty Hump. <laughs> He was the uh, the lead of the Digital Underground, and he passed away. I love this song. It's, it's, you can't help it. That's my favorite line. I'd like, <laughs> I like to thump the. Thump the yeah. That's a great line. <laughs> I love how he tosses in a V. You remember at the uh, when this came out, there there were some controversial parts about it because he goes yeah. in the song he goes in the sixty nine position. My nose will tickle your rear. Yeah, yeah. And then oh there's another one where he says, "I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom," and I remember. When this song was out in the 90s, people started having sex in Burger King bathrooms <laughs> because of that. I remember there the being a story Humpty. because they, wow. they, they heard that lyric and they wanted to try it out, <laughs> so they started banging in Burger Kings. That's pretty awesome. I, I agree. I agree. Because you, you get a crowd at the end of it. I will be honest. I never knew his name was Shock G. I just no. always knew him as Humpty Hump. Actually, I and it was a character that he was portraying. He was 57 years old. His real name was Gregory Jacobs. No cause of death was uh, confirmed. Sad, man. Uh, but apparently they were out of the Bay Area. They were out of San Francisco. And the Digital Underground were hip-hop leaders at that time, the late 80s and early 90s. And I didn't know this until this morning. Uh, Tupac Shakur yeah. made his recorded debut with the Digital Underground. He was briefly a member of that group uh, before the release of his 1991 solo album. I always got the... F- the feeling that they were, um, uh, at least, I remember when I first saw this video and, and was li- hearing some of the music, that they were m- pretty experimental. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that they were having kind of fun with kind it fun as with well. It. Yeah, yeah. So they were, they weren't, you know, taking it. Cause you had, you had a variety of, of, uh, you know, rappers and, and hip hoppers and some of them were really serious and some of them were kind of scary and others yeah. were just having fun. And these guys were really joking around, at least with the Humpty dance. I don't think you could put this on at a party and not have people. You know, start yeah, going nuts. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, so he was born in Brooklyn, uh, bounced between New York and Tampa, Florida as a child at a brief stint as a radio DJ huh. while he was still in high There's school. There's still hope for us, Preston. And then he developed a proficiency with a variety of instruments, keyboard, turntables, drums. Uh, he studied music theory at community college, eventually moved to uh, Oakland. And then it was there that he met up with uh, Chopmaster J. Chopmaster J. And formed Digital Underground with Kenny K in the late 1980s. What did Genie Crash call you? P-Dog? P-Dog, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's your rap name. name. Uh, the group broke through in 1989 with singles uh, Do What You Like and The Humpty Dance, uh, the video for which uh, Shock G and his Humpty guys were adopting a kind of cartoonish voice that wasn't his real voice and he performed with this big fake nose and glasses. Uh-huh. It was a weird looking I know. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, you say you work with Kenny K. Is that short for Kenny Knight? By that was, yeah. I actually sometimes yeah, referred to myself yeah. as Kenny K okay. when I was Kenny Knight. And then that song he, he, he the, the best tasting morsels he ever had. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a, a best B-side. Best tasting morsels that I ever had. Uh, Humpty was merely one of Shock G's multiple on-record alter egos Although uh, he was so fully developed that many of the group's early listeners were unaware that Shock G and Humpty Hump were even the same person, which I didn't know. And to be honest, I don't know anything from Digital Underground other than Humpty Dance. But it was such a huge hit at the time that it's uh, that it's important to me, you know. And, unless we forget also that a lot of the music that and a lot of stuff that they were doing, um, they were creating, and they didn't have the tech that is available now. Well, they they were sampling yeah. actually a lot of uh, a lot of stuff from uh, George Clinton, yeah, yeah, and yeah. P Funk, and all that, uh, and then they kind of adopted some of uh, the 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 fun that uh, Clinton did. So they had they wore costumes, they had bizarre sci fi concepts, big elaborate stage shows, uh, and then they would combine serious musical chops with a really unserious worldview. So um, that bummed out, always bummed out to yeah. hear of uh, the passing of somebody like that. So shock G. And then there was another guy in the world of music that passed away. His name was Les McEwen, and he was the front man of the Bay City Rollers. And he just passed away uh day before yesterday, I believe. Do you guys remember at all the Bay City Rollers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was 65, and I don't know. He had uh, he had a short illness, I guess. Or no, that this is so. No, this is some of the other people. So this is the third member of the Bay City Rollers to die in just under three years, following guitarist Ian Mitchell, who died of cancer uh, last year in September. He was 62, and the co-founding bassist Alan Longmuir died at 70. He had a short illness uh, in 2018. Two uh, movies where they are referenced, uh, So We Married an Axe Murderer and Love Actually. Uh, the funeral towards the beginning of, of Love uh, Actually, they go out to the base of the city rollers and um, Charlie's Scottish dad, Mike Myers, in So We Married an Axe Murderer, loves singing this song. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember him singing uh, oh, a Rod Stewart song. 
Yes, he sings. Everything I'm sexy. Everything I'm sexy. Do you want my body? We've got to pipe her down. I love that character, by the way. His Scottish dad. I would love to see him have his own movie. But they were they were a Scottish group. Yeah. Um, and they hit the top of the charts was Saturday night in 1976. Jesus. Yeah. Did they have any other big hits? They had a they had a couple of decent. We have we have the other two. "Quote unquote hits." Yeah, let's Friday see. night. F. No, no, no. no. This is. Uh, let's see if I even remember these. I don't remember the titles. Here we go. Does this sound familiar, Preston? Not I remember this. I like the harmonies. It's a good. Now, the other one I recognize, it was a cover, um, I Only Want to Be With You. It's an end, but it's true. I only want to be with you. <laughs> Crazy, but it's true. It's a cover, right? It is a cover. Because I remember it's gotta be. females singing yeah. that song. Um, Let's I've, see if you can see what yeah. the origin of that tune is, please. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were, and I, I, in the commercial break before this question, I was mentioning that they were, the push was big on them to be the next Beatles. And they, <laughs> they kind of got saddled with that. It didn't really yeah, work out. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were like of the, you know, the beginning poppy yeah. Beatles music. They were kind of, and they had the harmonies and everything. And I remember them from, like, the... Um, uh, the teen magazines that my sister had at the time, <laughs> yeah, and they would They're wear they would wear um, uh, like a like flannel. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a lumberjack type of what, what do you call that pat- pattern? Flannel? flannel? Is it just flannel? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plaid. Plaid. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> I always see you always see plaid and flannel. Yeah. And flannel. It, but I remember them being clad in in uh, in plaid quite plaid a bit. Plaid, 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 plaid. plaid. Uh, The album title. That plaid should have been it. Yeah. Uh, I remember them. They were. Just, you know, Howard Cosell briefly had a variety show on oh Saturday god. nights. And so I bet the kids know, love that. Oh, the kids! Oh, the kids are going to love Howard Cosell. <laughs> and uh, the, this band, Bay City Rollers, was the band that was sort of uh, their. Uh, you know, in other words, the debut of the Bay City Rollers on his show was going to be akin to uh, Ed Sullivan debuting the Beatles ah, to the United States. Okay. Didn't quite work out that way. No. Uh, I Only Want to Be With You was originally done by Dusty Springfield. There you go. Okay. I recently downloaded a Dusty Springfield song. She is such a great singer, man. Is she still alive? No. She had passed a few years ago, I yeah. believe. Oh, wow. 99. Bear Attack. What about Dusty Rhodes? Bear Attack? Yeah, yeah. Dusty Rhodes is, is dead, too. <laughs> Man, uh, they're pretty What's going much... on here with all the Dusty's dying? I know, I know. How many hey, other? I have a question. Dusty Dusty's in the wind. <laughs> Dusty Bottoms from uh, Three Amigos. Yeah. He's probably dead. He's got to be dead. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Uh, Ed Sullivan, what night of the week did that air? Was Sunday that... night. Sunday nights? Okay. Legendary. I just That's when was... the, the entire nation was focused when the Beatles came out. And, uh, you know, legendary. And Elvis. Uh, Dusty Rhodes died in 2015, Casey. <laughs> Man. 
Uh, what is this, Nick? This is a funny text about uh, somebody doing karaoke. All right, it says, I once sang this song. They were talking about um, uh, Humpty, Humpty Dance. Humpty Dance. Yeah. All right, I once sang this song at karaoke in college, hammered drunk, <laughs> and I thought I nailed it. Immediately after walking off, my friend informed me that I had, in fact, not nailed it and only hit the first verse. <laughs> Those are the best karaoke experiences. Have you ever stepped up to sing a song and realize <laughs> oh, that no. you only know like the first couple of lines? Sure, yeah. And then, yeah, I did that one time at a Christmas party. <laughs> I wanted to sing. Uh, I wanted to sing "Blue Christmas" from Elvis. Yeah. It, was oh. it was a Y100 Christmas party. Yeah. And I realized I only knew the chorus. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. I didn't realize it reverses. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. That song? <laughs> that one? Yeah, I'll do that. The more lyrics? Um, it tells a whole story. And then you end up reading it through the music. And that, but but I wasn't doing it karaoke. There was a band. Oh. You remember the Triangle oh, Tavern band? Yes, yeah, yeah. I got oh, to front no. the Triangle Tavern those, uh, band for just a moment. Those guys were cool, yeah. The old wow. guys? Yeah, but I messed up my opportunity. Hang on. Going back to uh, Shock G and the Digital Underground, I got Nick on the line. Hey, Nick, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, bud? Hey, I was just calling to let you know, uh, Humpty was in the movie with Tupac, uh, Nothing But Trouble, in the court scene. Yeah, yeah we were watching the video. Dan fact, Aykroyd. And, yeah, yeah, it's up here, and you can see them side by side. That's yep. such a weird yeah. movie. I hate it's it. It's a terrible yeah, movie. I hate it. It, it makes really, me feel weird inside. But I liked that scene. I liked the Humpty scene, just mostly just because of the song. Do you know who looks good in it? Demi Moore. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she does. But they, so they had they actually performed Humpty Dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then Dan Aykroyd in the weird makeup that he has on, he ends up like jamming out on the organ for I a mean, little bit. He had a penis for a nose, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a Johnson. Um, now back to the Bay City Rollers. Who okay. would have thought we in the same conversation? Yeah. Bay City Rollers and Digital Underground. Uh, I will go to uh, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Gazooks. Hey, Gazooks. What's up, Steph? No, um, that Bay City Roller song, the I Only Want to Be With You, I was, I'll be 40, I'll be 50 this summer, but as a tiny little kid, that was my favorite song. My mom and dad bought me the 45, and I still have it. I uh, still have it. Today. My so, favorite. Who, I was like four. Who, so. who was your favorite Bay City Roller? I'm sorry? Who was your favorite one of the band? Oh, I have no idea. Dude, she was four. I thought you might have had a crush. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, that's cool. So you still have that as a, as a sentimental keepsake, right? It is totally. Yeah, it is. It has a date on it and everything. When my mom bought it for me, so that's cool. I, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that, and and we had the records too. My sister loved the Bay City Rollers, and uh, they were, you know, they, they were teen pop sensation. They had the tartans, you know, the colors, the Scottish, all the, as you said, plaid, clad yeah. and plaid, and yep. they had the high pants and all this stuff. That, it was their style. Uh, I'm going to go to Sarah. Now we're jumping back. Sarah is the drunk texter who thought <laughs> oh. she nailed it one night. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Sarah, where were you when you did your karaoke of the Humpty Dance? Do you remember? So, yeah, so I went to the University of Pittsburgh, and... Uh, we were in this like basement bar called the Spice Cafe, right. and uh, yeah, I I told my roommate, I'm like, I'm going up there, I'm singing this, I'm singing the Humpty Dance. That's my jam. That's my song. Well, and uh, go ahead. L- uh, let me suggest something. In case we ha- do, we have a, a bit of it. Can we play? Uh, you you want to take another crack at it, Sarah? Uh, I don't know. You put me on the spot a little bit. I was really drunk. Am I not now? Come on. <laughs> All right, hang on, Sarah. Oh, 
Let's hear it. Okay, she's waiting until she hears each line afterwards. It's pretty good, though. But that's the thing. Yeah, you, only, you only knew the first part of it, right? Uh, yeah, it's a really long song. It is. <laughs> yeah. And then if it's you're so really funny. hammered and you're trying to play along with the, the words coming out on karaoke, it don't work. Yeah, yeah. No. If you're really drunk, you, you can't. Yeah, and and because the, they they become highlighted when you're supposed to say them, and it never works if nope. you're lit, if you're lit up. And everyone's looking at you, making sure that you're hitting it. And <laughs> I did not. But in your mind, you are because you you know you're unaware. Yeah, that's a, a classic oh, scenario. I've never been more confident when I walked up. <laughs> I, I, like, I just killed it. Everybody is looking at me. <laughs> And I roommate was like, uh, you really embarrassed yourself up there. That was horrible. Thanks, Sarah. Terrible. I love it. Yeah, love sometimes it. drunk confidence can be a great thing. Um, two things here. Uh, first, Craig Legans texted me and said uh, that Digital Underground actually performed same song in Nothing But Trouble. They did not sing the Humpty oh. Dance. So, oh, interesting. I uh, wanted okay. to do a correction on that. He's <laughs> just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. It's ridiculous how much he knows. And then also, when it comes to karaoke... Uh, McGillan's Old Ale House, every, like, Wednesday, I think Friday night, they had this guy, his name was DJ Joe H. Not the best DJ name, but he had, I'm telling you, the best selection of karaoke songs. He had pretty much every song ever. Like, you know when you go and do a karaoke night... You know, they don't have... Selection can be a little thin. I am DJ Dave Watson. I know that's not a good name. (laughs) It's better than DJ Joe H. (laughs) Uh, I would like, you know, like DJ H or DJ Joe would be better. But anywho, uh, his selection was absolutely th- the best. And I wonder if he's still around. I did wonder, you step up and sing? Uh, the worst thing I ever did was um, <laughs> uh, I thought it would be funny. Uh, you know, me and comedy. <laughs> uh, were born for I, this show. I, I thought it would be funny if my friend went up on stage to sing Millie Vanilli, but I was actually the one singing off stage. All right. Right. That's that could be a fun bit. Yeah, it wasn't and, that funny. Well, <laughs> I nailed it. So so he was uh he was He uh, didn't know he was up there singing. He was lip syncing. He was lip syncing. And you and were I singing. Was singing. I just, you know. Did people find it funny? No, I don't think so. Okay. Too much thinking that had to be done <laughs> yeah. at the karaoke night. And also, sure. nobody's paying attention to who's They're not. Right. No. I did, when, Stephen, when the first time we went to Ireland to do our show from there, yes. when the when you're pub, uh, your own pub in Ireland from Guinness, uh, we were at a bar one night, and I don't, I don't think you were there, but uh, they had karaoke, and a guy got up, and he started to sing, uh, and he was from there. He was Irish. He started to sing. One from you two, oh, and I'm Lord. telling you, after the first <laughs> verse, um, he realized he couldn't sing it. Uh, yes, that was on South Street. That was another time. Okay. No, I remember that. That was at um, the place right there on Front Street. Yes. At, uh, Downies? Downies, yeah. No, but this was in Ireland, and the guy starts <laughs> to sing it, and and the, the the pitch goes way up, and he realizes he can't do it, and he had to drop an octave and try to sing along to it, and I was like, oh, To be honest, know. I can't do this. He's got to ride the I whole can't do it. song out. Uh, side note about that song, and this is a, a if you want to ever cover it or sing it, a karaoke style. You ever heard Johnny Cash's cover of one by you two? No. It's uh, it's later in life for Johnny, and uh, it's a great way to cover that song. If we, if we can grab it, it's just Johnny... It basically sounds like an old man singing. Well, it's like that when he song. did uh, when he did um, Nine Inch Nails, Hurt, yeah, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. It's a, I think actually, Steve, it's the same record. Yeah, because uh, he did an album of covers. It's a mashup. I'm going to go to uh, Joe. 
Uh, let's bring it down for a second. Hey, Joe, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Hey, Joe. How you doing, buddy? So, uh, the Humpty Dance and that song I played a lot. And uh, <laughs> the one time, my dad hated rap, so he, he got it stuck in his head. He yelled at me every day for an entire week mm-hmm. because he came home the one time. He's sitting at his desk, and I just hear him singing it. So I lit up like a hey. Christmas tree. <laughs> Joe, is he sitting there going, do me, baby? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, just, he was like, this song's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> song's inappropriate. Yeah, That's man, that funny. was at a time like when when Two Live Crew was hitting. Oh my God! And and we and and we were uh, you you couldn't believe this stuff you were hearing because it hadn't been done before. I mean, this the absolute just the foulest language you've ever heard put to music. Sure. And and you were like, oh, my God. And that's when all the, you know, the uproar about, uh, you know. Gore's wife stepped in and stickers, which actually did better for sales of these things than any. But throughout (laughs) history, you look at the, uh, you know, Little Richard and Elvis were considered, oh, my God, I can't believe what they're doing. And then this one, they they finally crossed way over the line. They just said it. There was no innuendo whatsoever. But when we were in seventh and eighth grade, me and my friends were on the Ocean City Boardwalk, and this is where you can make your own music video. Videos and you would lip sync to right. the songs, and we did that song. My buddy Jeff, he was like the lead singer, and then me and my friend Matt, we were the backup dancers. Oh, <laughs> and, oh you had a whole crew. Wait, for what? For the video. You, for, you for, for the video, video right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for um, uh, Misa um, Horny. Oh. Misa <laughs> Horny, right? So we're like seventh graders, right? So me and Matt are backup dancers. Oh, my God, Jeff, I hope he still has this video because the best thing happened. They they give you props, and, I, and I had to, I had a hula hoop, and I'm jumping through the hula hoop, and I smashed my friend Matt in the face with the hula hoop. Oh, yes. And then you see him get mad in the middle of it. Yes. I love those. I used to love those things. And even the cheapest places would have them where you could just get up and do a video, you know? Yeah. It's just hilarious. Did you have any idea what Miso Horny meant in probably. seventh grade? Probably. Really? No. In seventh grade, I had no idea what that meant. I just thought that it sounded like a funny song. <laughs> really? Yeah, seventh grade, Miso Horny. That was, was like... Guy? Campbell was his name? The, the lead singer? Luther Campbell? Luther Campbell, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what face down ass up meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to go next to uh, Mario. Mario, good morning. Hey, it's Friday. Guys. Yeah, what's, yeah, up? It what's up, Mariel? Hey, so check it out. When I was, uh, me and my buddy, when we were in high school, tried to do the Humpty Dance as a skit for our JV show. Um, so we were like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Everybody knows the song. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to love it. So they, we got to, like, um, the rehearsals or whatever where we had to pitch our idea of the skit. Right. And they let us they let us go up on stage and start – like, I started singing the Humpty Dance for about, like, three lines. And then they shut it down immediately. They were like, yeah, no, uh, no not doing this. <laughs> not going to happen. Way too suggestive. Uh, no. Yeah, I had, like, a bunch of girls on stage with me trying to dance my backup dancers and stuff. It was hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you get in any trouble from that, or were, were they uh, they cool with it? Uh, n- no, they, the teachers weren't really cool with me in general. So um, <laughs> this I, just I reinforced kinda, it. I I kind of felt like it was personal, but you know, like I was seventeen. <laughs> what did I know? You know what I mean. You could understand at that time that the lyrics those the lyrics, even though they were very benevolent, it's kind of an, uh, a fun, buoyant song. <laughs> they're pushing the boundaries. Oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. absolutely that song. Like, I mean, they played it at all of our dances when yeah. we were in high school, so we all knew it. 
And then we got to the point where we put systems in the cars. That's when everybody started bumping the Humpty Dance because of the bass line, and it would just rip through stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. That, was, yeah. that was pretty cool. That's what sold it, you know? I mean, or that's what that's what got stuck in your head. And that's uh, why we decided to try to do that, because we were like, everybody knows the song. They clearly play it during our dances and stuff like that. They even play funny. it during pep rallies. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, now... I'm, it's transcended no, it's where, yeah, it'll, it'll play at any event. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks, Mario. Hey, by you the way, take it easy. so right. it, was, it was the Humpty Dance. There, there was a dance yeah. that you did to that. Do you remember? You went to the slide yeah. like your leg was broken. Yeah. And, and then something. It's essentially you're just kind of wobbling around, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and at that, yeah, they were trying to get a, a dancing start. I don't know if anybody actually did the Humpty Dance or not, but hmm. uh, hang on a second. This our our former intern is calling... This is the second time oh. in, in, uh, in many weeks. It's Peyton. Hey. Hi, Peyton. Hey, hey what's How's happening? Uh, nothing. Um, so, yeah, I know. I keep calling you guys. Now that I'm driving to work, I'm listening live all the time. Love it. You guys sick of me. Um, I was at a bar in Delaware a couple years ago for my birthday, and it was not karaoke, <laughs> but I took it upon myself to, like, insert myself in this guy's act. Don't stop believing. You got up and saying, don't stop believing? Yeah. You have a good singing voice? Um, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> She's, she, well, you, you've, sung, you've sung at weddings and stuff like that. You're not. I, I remember yeah. you showing me a video. So, But this yeah. guy, um, and unsolicited, you decided you would help the band out. Those are always yeah. the best ones. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. did did the band appreciate it, or were they just happy to get you off the stage? I'm not sure. It was just one guy, and I think he was, like, a little bit, like, leave me alone. Why are you doing this? It's right. You're killing awesome. it. Mm-hmm. A little bit. People yeah. love it when you grab their microphone. Yes. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely thrilled, but you know, allowed me to do it. So, nice. yeah, well, nice. yeah, you don't want to cause a scene with the drunk right. girl. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Peyton. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you guys. All right, we'll yeah. see you later. All right, so yeah, that's um, that's never a good thing. Somebody so, steps up and inserts themselves. I think I can help. A song. Uh, what do we have here? Oh, this is from, <laughs> all right. This is from a little while ago. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now we have a little bit of Johnny Cash doing one. Okay. All right. I haven't heard this version. Here we go. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? So you're saying if you if you need to do a yes. karaoke version, it make it talk sing it like Johnny. This is the one you need to do. Got someone to blame. You said one love, one life. When it's one need in the night. I think I've told you guys there's a Johnny Cash song I want to learn the lyrics to, and it will be a Herculean chore. What I song? I don't think I can do it. Um, it's uh, I've Been Everywhere. Oh, that is a great oh, song. Yeah. I've Been Everywhere, it's man. It's great, but it's like, I've been to Louisiana, Caravona, The lyrics are thick. He actually died attempting that song at this I age. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, I believe it. But, I mean, that, that like like it hurt. 
there's a guy who's lived a life, and you can oh hear God. it. And his final recording of the Humpty Dance is <laughs> so powerful. Me, baby. I used to be able to do. It was called the Humpty. <laughs> I used to be able to do. Is it? We didn't start the fire. Yeah, uh, Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Yeah. I used to be able. You to could do it. I used to be. Wow. Able, I can't do it now. Oh, REM. End of oh, the end of the world, you know, yeah. some people do, yeah, they're they're proud of being able to rattle all that off. I've so, never been able to do it. I assume at those points... Leonard Bernstein! That's yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah. good for. That's, yeah. Well, Tommy Boy makes a great dog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on, Kath, let's hear it. No, exactly. Come on, do it. Do it now. <laughs> I, on, I remember I do sat down do and learned, like, each word. Yeah, they set your computer on fire in front of you, so it's just like the video. Does it start with Red Chen and Johnny Ray? No, that's... Well, what does it start? Jack Gay and Norma Ray. Rosenberg's H bomb in space, monkey mafia, Berlin Bay, big invasion. Hang on, now I need to hear the first line. Here we go. Hang on. South Korea, all right, we could spend all day on this, but we're not going to. Oh, man. Uh, we need to take a break. That's yes. why. Yes, sir, money to give away. We got cash. Exactly, Steve. It is the Preston Steve Money Clip and your first chance of the day coming up at 8 a.m. But thank you for this conversation. And, uh, yeah, Shock G had passed away of Digital Underground and uh, Les McEwen of the Bay City Roller. So unfortunate news to pass along. But we'll come back in a second. We'll get into some bizarre file stories. We got the cash on the way. Our buddy Greg Fitzsimmons on the program a little later on. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and we will be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com, and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, looking at the clock, it is time. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. You're not nothing but now, here's your money clip keyword. I was going to be really disappointed if the fart wasn't in that one. All right, here we go. Your money clip word for the hour is GLAD. G-L-A-D is in how glad you'll be when you win this money. G-L-A-D. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do that. Um, you can text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. You just enter it via the MMR app or WMMR.com. 
And one random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Hyundai City. And keep in mind, that word is GLAD, G-L-A-D. Enter it now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, uh, let's get right into it. This is a great story. Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones invited family and friends to their dream home and estate for the weekend wedding celebration. The ceremony was Saturday, brunch on Sunday. Now, there was just one problem. The couple didn't own the 16,300-square-foot mansion and didn't have permission to use it either. Uh, Somebody were like, squatting. Yeah, and listen how this rolled out. The suburban Fort Lauderdale estate, it's stunningly beautiful, by the way, had everything. A bowling alley, swimming pool, waterfall, hot tub, tennis courts, gazebo, 800-foot bar. Wilson said it was God's plan that the couple married there. Oh. Yes. But despite what the invitation inferred, the actual owner, Nathaniel Finkel, never gave them permission to hold the festivities there. He was stunned when Wilson just showed up Saturday morning and and started a setup. So he called police. He said, I have people trespassing on my property, uh, and they keep harassing me, calling me. They say that they're having a wedding here and that it's God's message. I don't know what's going on. All I want is for it to stop, and they're sitting at my property right now at the front gate. Wow. Two officers told Wilson that he would have to leave. He did, and uh, no charges were filed, by the way, because they just left. Um, Wilson told the paper when they asked about it, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Finkel, whose late father, by the way, this is where the money came from, was an early IHOP restaurant franchisee. Uh, has been trying to sell the property for two years now, listing it for just over $5 million. So Wilson, the guy who wanted to have the wedding, was posing as a potential buyer, and he had toured the estate several months ago. Hmm. Um, And according to uh, the police officer in charge said, a few months later, this guy asked Nathan if he could use Nathan's backyard for a wedding. Nathan said no. But that didn't stop the couple from sending out elaborate invitations, detailing their love story, reconnecting 30 years after high school. And how oh, he romantic. proposed over a pizza on Christmas Eve. The Saturday afternoon ceremony would be followed by a red carpet cocktail hour and reception lasting past midnight. Sunday brunch would be from noon to four. So apparently, according to the officer, the guy figured that it was a vacant house and didn't realize that Nathan still lived there on the property in a different home on so that property. he paid for all the other stuff, right? What do you mean? Catering and stuff like that? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, records <laughs> show a marriage license had been issued to the couple last week, but they had not registered as married by Wednesday. <laughs> Somebody wow. lives here? The Bulls. <laughs> A couple is warning homeowners about a bathroom blast that sent glass shards shattering. Kathy Lofton says she and her husband were at their Lincoln County home Saturday night when they heard a large boom. Her husband found shattered glass all over the bathroom. He said it blew, literally blew all the way across the the bedroom floor. The glass shower door had shattered seemingly out of nowhere. Wow. Lofton said, thank God we didn't have anybody in the bathroom when it happened. When I researched it, I said, hey, we're not an anomaly. This has happened before, and people don't know it. So according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, an average of 500 people go to the hospital emergency rooms each year due to their glass shower, or their shower glass shattering. 
Uh, between 2012 and 2016, that's the last year that statistics were available, 2,300 people went to the ER. In 2016, the agency said out of a safety alert, and they they sent out a safety alert and changed to manufacturing to make the product safer. In 2018, a yoga yoga instructor from Raleigh, North Carolina, received 30 stitches after she was injured when a shower door in her California hotel room exploded. Man! Uh, The most common cause of exploding shower doors are wear and tear, the door jumping the track, and faulty installation. Lofton said that it took more than three hours to clean up the mess. After filing a claim with the insurance company, Lofton says that she's not sure if she'll go back to a glass shower or not. If she does, she's already making plans. Wow. That's effed up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about this? Uh, Yasidra Williams is thankful that her vision wasn't permanently damaged after a terrifying ordeal on Thursday when she accidentally grabbed a small bottle of glue used to repair, repair broken fingernails instead of her eye drops. Oh, man. Oh, man. The small bottle of eye drops is about the same size as the one containing nail glue. (gasps) And both bottles were in her purse when she woke up around 1 a.m. to take her contact lens out. This is like the girl who put the Gorilla Glue in her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still a bit uh, groggy from waking up. Williams accidentally grabbed the nail glue. She tipped her head back, and it was only after the clear liquid had formed a drop that was about to fall did Williams realize the bottle was not the right color, but it was too late. Uh, her husband, Derek, said, I tried to wipe it away, and <gasps> it sealed her eye shut. Oh, my God. So she began yelling, and he called 911. He said she went into panic mode. I tried to keep her from panicking, but then I said, Derek, this is her eye, her eye, not yours. And then I would like to tell you more about this story, but apparently the article that I pulled this from, it says, click on the video to hear how a contact <laughs> lens may have saved her vision. And the first thing a leading ophthalmologist says to do if you ever get anything in your eye. Gosh, so, so we can click on it, Preston. Yeah, click on that let me, paper. Let me click on that right now. Yeah. So if there's an ophthalmologist that's listening and knows how a contact lens may have <laughs> saved her vision... And well, the, probably because the it glue landed on the contact landed lens. on the contact lens, oh. so it didn't actually go onto her, eye, yeah. her eyeball. But Had it, it gone onto the eyeball, but it also says it, that there's something you should do if you ever get anything. It says never pour glue in your eyes. Uh, wait, it says here it saved her vision, and the first thing a leading ophthalmologist says to do if you ever get anything in your eyes. So yeah, maybe that is it. Maybe it's it probably it. Landed on the eye. Yeah. Man, I clicked on that video, and it's a, an insurance ad. <laughs> it's a crummy commercial. Crummy commercial. <laughs> I'm serious. What the hell? Drink more Ovaltine. All right, one last story. A what? turtle crashed through the windshield of a vehicle on Interstate 95 on Wednesday morning, hitting a woman in the head and sending her to the hospital. Amazingly, the turtle survived, too. Right. The 71-year-old woman, a passenger in the vehicle, suffered a half-inch to an inch cut above one of her eyes, but did not lose consciousness. Uh, She was taken to a medical center in Daytona Beach for treatment, so the turtle was alive with only scratches on its shell. I mean, this thing, they were going so fast, it went through the windshield, and firefighters released it into the woods near the scene of the incident. Was it kicked up by another car's tire or something? We we don't know. Uh, Equally shocked was the woman's daughter, who asked another motorist to stop to help if he could see what was in her front seat. And on the 911 call, you can hear the man saying, there's a turtle in there. (laughs) And There's a turtle in there. Yeah, and then you can hear the 911 caller going, a turtle? He said, yes, a turtle. No idea. Uh, It's happened before. The last time a turtle was reported crashing into a windshield in Volusia County was in 2016 on Interstate 4, by the way. That shows you the resilience of their shells, that they could go through a windshield and still survive. 
All right, Marissa found the rest of that story about right. the... She uh, clicked on the link? The ophthalmologist, yes. Dr. George yeah. Williams, head of the Beaumont Health Department of Ophthalmology, says... Drink more Ovaltine. You said Ru Williams is not the first person to make the mistake, but she did the right thing by immediately throwing water in her eye. All right. He said, if you ever get anything in your eye, the immediate thing to do is to flush your eye out. Well, yeah. Yeah, really. thanks, Doc. Yeah. And then it doesn't say why. Pour that, more of the liquid in your eyes. Why the contact lens uh, saved her. It must so they be lied. From what you guys said. So, yeah. Stupid bastards. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you now. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. I think it's game time. Game time. Because we have a whole bunch of prizes that we're sitting on. And it hurts to sit on those. So we want to give those away. So we'll have a contest, a new one, ready to go for you when we return. Greg Fitzsimmons will be joining us in a little while. And you still have a few more minutes left to get our money clip word over to us. The word is GLAD. G-L-A-D. Enter it now because you might win $500. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey guys, this is Megan with Blooming Glen Pork and Catering, located right outside of Percocet in Blooming Glen, PA. We've been around since 1856, being run as a family-owned and operated local business. We're known for our retail butcher shop and specialize in whole roasted pigs for all types of events. We are well-known in the area for our top-notch catering services and delicious food. Stop by our barbecue pit, open on Saturdays outside of our storefront, and check out bloominglandcatering.com to learn more. Thanks, Preston and Steve. Next message. Hey, WMMR Nation. I'm Sean from J&J Staffing. For nearly 50 years, we have been finding great jobs for great people at great companies. If you know a company looking for a great new team member or a great person looking for a new career, send them to J&J. To find out more, visit our website at www.jjstaff.com. That's J-J-S-T-A-F-F.com. Have a great day. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. I just realized something. Uh, We're about to play a contest. Yeah. Connor is not here. Marissa is all on her lonesome in the... Wait, who's doing it? Murphy? Um, Murph. Murph is going to help out. All right, good. Listen, when we do do a contest, setting up the phone calls, (laughs) getting their information up on the screen, and then after they win... Following up and getting all their contact info and telling them whether one it's it's a two person job. It stinks. In order for us to to try and execute and to execute a contest and keep it moving, yeah, we have to have two people working in the other room to get all that stuff together. So well, I will go extra slowly. Murph is going to step up and uh, and he's gonna he's gonna help out. So here's what I'll do. I'll even I'll even give him a little buffer here because I'm gonna I'm gonna set up the contest and I'm gonna mention something else and then we'll then we'll get into the contest. Okay. All right, all right, so all right. we're gonna play this game and it focuses on Steve Morrison. Yeah! Oh, that's me. The game and this is our theme song for the game. I told Casey to pick some music. Well, for I have two. Hi, okay. everybody. My name is Steve Morrison. I'm going to be the subject of this game. I'd like you to play along. Well, I, I know why you chose it. As the title of the song is More Than Words. Yeah. And this game has to do with words. words. By the way, I came up with a name for the game. All right. It's the Vocab Collab. Hey, hey. Vocab yeah. Collab. Uh, so here's here's the deal. Let me let me do. What's the other potential? Well, the other one is maybe this one. Okay, where is it? Yeah. Word up! Yeah. I like this better. Like word this better? Up. Yeah. yeah, word up! All right. 
So my down, hair's the same. Bring down just a little bit. Thank you. So as we know, anybody who's listened to the show for for some time, Steve has a um, a very uh, good command, a great command, actually, of uh, vocabulary. You you know. Uh, definitions of words that I've never even heard of before. Complex words. You can I, pick them out. I'm pretty good. I, uh, you're good. I, I, you're I, I, better I'm, than the rest man. of us. Let's, let's put it that way. You can at least Not admit Kathy. that. She Not knows. Kathy. I want to collab with uh, Kathy. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I have uh, done a little research and I have found some fairly complex words, some words that you may not be familiar with on a regular basis, uh, meaning the average listener. And I am going to get a caller on the line. I'm going to present them with the word, and they will try to predict whether or not Steve knows the definition of that word. It's good because it lifts the onus off me to have to uh, be right or wrong. You have to guess. Exactly. And if and, and I have short definitions of these words. If it gets within the realm of what the meaning of the word is, we'll call it a win, okay? Now, we're going to follow uh, spelling B rules, which is I can ask you for the definition of the word. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> and I'll give that to you. And if that helps you, <laughs> then rock on, man. So 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We have a whole bunch of different prizes that we can give away. I'll get the rundown on those uh, in just a second, but let me let me kill a little bit of time while we have uh, people getting up right. on the phones to be contestants. Um, Kathy wanted me to point out this, that um, how often do you do the where are they now thing, uh, Kathy, for WMMR.com? Once a month. All right, and how long has that been going on? Since January. Okay, so this is uh, where we kind of take a look back. Is it mainly just calendar girls? So it's the calendar. It's the 2021 calendar poster. It's okay. the girls that are on that poster that we gave out. That's who we're talking to. Okay, so, and these are girls of calendars years past. And our featured calendar girl this month is Lauren Harris. The great Lauren Harris. So it's a it's a little Q&A session, and it's um, current pictures and old pictures, and it's just a little feature, and... It's kind of fun. It's a, it's a peek into what are they up to now? Because uh, Lauren was in several calendars, uh, but we had these gals that maybe we only met one time who was who were uh, calendar girls. Once calendar girl, always calendar girl. Yeah, it's like the Marines. And uh, so if you want to take a peek at that, you can go to WMMR.com. And it's right there on the opening page. Should be right. Yeah, Good job. Yeah, and there's uh, we've done a, a few other of the other calendar girls, and um, you know, obviously we'll do it throughout the year. But yeah, it's pretty cool just to see where they are now. Have we gotten Angela yet? Uh, yes, I think, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, Angela. Yeah, I think Angela was last month. All right. Uh, before we get to the contest, uh, I need to go to caller Rob, who has something to say. Rob, good morning, sir. Good morning, Preston. How are you today? Wonderful. You sound pretty excited. What's that all about? I just won $500. <laughs> wow. Another winner. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. Rob, congratulations to you. Where are you from, my man? Oh, thank you very much. Where are you from, Rob? Hiding Township, New Jersey, right across the river. Excellent. Are you listening at work or you're at home? What's your story? I'm currently at home. I'm an attorney who's working out of the house because of the pandemic. There you go. I'm walk with my dog. <laughs> He's out oh. for a walk with his dog. Fantastic. Beautiful day out this morning, out walking with your best friend. Yeah. And you got an extra 500 bucks. In your back pocket. That's awesome, Rob. Hey, thank you for listening, man. We appreciate it. That's what this is all about. It's a big thank you for listening to the station. No, thank you, guys. MMR rock. Excellent. Let's hear it. Money clip winner. 
walking away an extra $500 richer today. I love going for a dog walk. It's yeah, great, isn't with it? your buddy. And then you get a chance, six more opportunities today. We'll have another one coming up at 10 a.m., so don't miss that opportunity. All right, some other things to win. Casey, what kind of prizes are we going to be giving away in the Vocab Collab? Okay, so what we have is uh, we have cases of Loverboy to give away, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have a promo screening code for the Thriller from Amazon Studios, Without Remorse. Without remorse. Mm -hmm. And we also have passes for the action event of the year. That is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And we also have uh, rental codes for Benedict Cumberbatch's Cold War espionage thriller, The Courier. We also have Blu-ray copies of Promising Young Woman oh. and Barb and Star Prize Pack. Excellent. All right, so a variety of things. Listen, we had a bunch of them, so we want to move these do and it. give them to you. So, Vocab Collab. We're going to go to some calls. I have Josh, who is up first. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I don't know what's going on. I've been on hold for two days. <laughs> it's a good game. It's no, not Bill Weston yeah. Day, but I still appreciate it. Save that for yeah. April 21st next year, but that, good work on yeah. your on practicing that. All right, Josh, I will give you a vocabulary. I will give you a word, essentially, and Steve is going to have to define that word. You tell us whether you think he can uh, give us a definition based on the word alone, okay? Okay. Josh, the word is Captious, C A P T I O U S, captious. Hmm. Hmm. You think I'm Steve? I'm going to say. I'm going to say Steve knows that one. Are right, you going to say Steve knows that one? Let's find out. Captious, Steve. That is the ability to retain information. The ability to ta- retain information. Uh, not quite. Nah. It Ow. is. Now you guys tell me. Okay. I have the definition right. says Judges, tending wait to, a second. to find and call attention to faults. So okay. things that are negative. I didn't understand the way you're playing it. So I, uh, I would give the definition, and he have to decide whether I was right or wrong. So because he just decided initially up front. I, I was uh, seeing if he would predict. Oh, whether you could get it right or not. Oh, because I. Oh, okay. Would you rather do it the other way? No, no. Whatever. We can do it the other way if you want. Well, you tell. No, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. He- he was, uh, he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. He was wrong. Wow, that's a job. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. All right. That's a little more demanding. Sorry, Josh. Yes, right. it's, a, it's a prediction. Oh, All right. All right. I All thought right. I could ease out by lying like a la Hollywood Squares. Uh, let's go to Vince next. We can try half of them this way and no, half you, another way. You designed it. It's your contest. All right, Vince, are you there? Ow. 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 Nice. Yes. Good morning. All right, Vince, uh, this is the word that Steve has to uh, give us a definition of. Based on the word alone, do you think he knows what bibulous means? Yes, I have faith. Bibulous. <laughs> B-I-B-U-L-O-U-S. Bibulous. Yes. All right, I'm going to try to piece it together here. Bibulous. Yes. Bibulous. Uh, I'm, I'm bookish. Bookish, as in like bib, yeah, yeah, bibliography yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on. See, I would, if I were to, I would maybe pronounce it bibulous. It's bibulous. It is. I would say. Well, bibulous. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? It might be bibulous. Here, I think on. it's I think pertaining it's to the Bible. Listen, no, wait. <laughs> uh, are you? It's, hold no, on, Preston. You were right. It's bibulous. It's bibulous, Preston. You are correct. But I could see why it might be bibulous. Yes. Given the definition. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Steve is incorrect. Ah. It is given to or marked by the consumption of alcohol. Okay, imbibing. 
Yeah, that's why I'm right. bribing my... Right. Uh, but but you check the defin- the uh, pronunciation, and it's bibulous. All right, let's switch gears. Let's try it the other way. All right. And this way, they ask I can afterwards. lie, which you I'm can, very adept at. You can lie if you want to. <laughs> all right, we're going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. May all your stools have three legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. Now everybody That's wants beautiful. to play Bill Weston Day. we yeah. got to do that next year on the 21st. All right, I'm going to give Steve a definition. He's going to, or I'm going to give him the word. He's going to give us the definition. And then I have to. And then you have to th- figure out whether he is telling the truth or not, if he actually knows. All it, right, okay? now we're yes. playing. Now this gives me uh, the option of lying, which I love. Okay. You understand, Chris? Yes, sir. Okay. The word is malapropism. A malapropism. Yeah. Uh, a um, a malaprop is a, a misstatement. Okay, so a misstatement. So that is uh, a malaprop. But what would be malapropism? Uh, a yeah, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I know what you're going for. All right, Chris, what do you think? You agree, or do you think Steve got it right, or do you think he got it wrong? Yeah, he got it right. Misuse of a word by confusion with one that sounds similar. Yeah, I give it. Yes. No. That was, yeah, you said yes. it. Yes. Sta- All right. What did you say? He- I said a misstatement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Judges? Actually, it's incorrect. Oh. The reason being, and I'll tell you this because I didn't read the full definition. Oh, my God. To a word that sounds similar. Right. That's, that's right. the important part. Uh, so I didn't include that part. What's that? Uh, what'd you say? That's, that's, that's misinformation, isn't it? <laughs> it it yeah. is, but it's very particular. Malapropism <laughs> is using a word that sounds similar to another one. Uh, and I could give you an example, but I don't have one. <laughs> We're trying to give away product. <laughs> Just go for it. Give it away. Yay! Jesus, <laughs> Jesus heals the leopards. That's yes. The leopards. Uh, As opposed to the lepers. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. So, no, I'm not giving him one. Sorry, okay. Chris. Sorry. Right. Well, we're moving. We're moving stuff now. Yeah. We're going to. I'm going to go to Dan. Uh, Dan, are you there? Yes. Good morning. All right. Good morning. It to you. Vocab collab. You're going to collab with Steve on this. I'm going to give him a word. He's going to give the definition. You agree or disagree with it? The word is tricorn. T r i c o r n. Tricorn. Tri. I had never heard of this before. No. Uh, but I have. I use it all the time. Okay. Tricorn. <laughs> 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 uh, in, it is a uh, mutant form of produce. A mutant form of produce. Dan, try corn. You think that's right or wrong? I'm going to disagree. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> a try corn, Steve, would be better known as a three-cornered hat. Uh, a, it's oh, a, I would it's know a it. cocked hat with the brim turned up to form three points. Okay. So you know what that is. I'd never heard the term tricorn Okay, before, but that's yeah. apparently what it goes by. What do we have for him, Dan? Uh, <laughs> or what do we have for him, Casey? It's for Dan. Dan, get over here. Yeah. You have passes to see the action event of the year when Mortal, oh. Com- <laughs> Mortal Kombat, the worldwide phenomenon, comes to life. It's in theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO Max today, rated R. All right, we will we go to see an- that. Another caller and see if we can give something else away. It is Evan, who is up next. Evan, you there? Yes, sir. All right, Evan, Steve's word is tenebrous. All right, let's see if he gives a definition and whether you agree or disagree with that definition. Tenebrous is spelled T-E-N-E-B-R-O-U-S. Tenebrous, uncertain. Uncertain. 
All right. What do you believe, Evan? You think Steve knows what that is, or is he incorrect? Absolutely not. And you're right. Oh, Tenebris actually means dark and gloomy. Dark and gloomy. Never heard of that. All right, Case, what do we have for Evan? Evan, we're going to finish you. You have a pair of passes to see the action event of the year, Mortal Kombat, the worldwide phenomenon. It comes to life. It's in theaters, and it's streaming exclusively on HBO Max starting today. Rated R. All right. Nice job. Now we're giving things away. Now we're moving. All right. We will go next to Chris. Hey, Chris, are you there? I'm here. Good morning, it. Good morning, morning, sir. All right. The vocab collab with Steve Morrison. And here is your word. Now, I have to try to pronounce this properly. Oh, boy. It is Ambonpoin. (laughs) And it's not the place at the airport where you buy food. Sure. Ambonpoin. Ambonpoin. So you you dug deep for a lot of these words. Mm -hmm. Um, Spell it. It is spelled, it's, and this is why I had to write down the pronunciation, E-M-B-O-N point, P-O-I-N-T. So E-M-B-O-N point. I was going to pronounce it Emben point, but it's Ombonpoin. <laughs> All right. That's a location in an airport where you purchase pastries. Okay, Chris, <laughs> what do you think? You agree or disagree with that? I disagree. Why? You win. So I had never heard that word. Neither have I. And and Nick, obviously, it's French in nature. You ever heard Ambonpoing? I have. Okay. Um, you have any idea what it means? I don't remember what it means, though. It means it's it, the definition says the bodily property of being well rounded. It means oh, you're, you're fat. You're fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're chubby or corpulent. Or, yeah. yeah, corpulent. That'd be a better word for it, but exactly correct. So let's give uh, Chris a prize. All right, Chris, you have won a case of a sparkling hard tea from Loverboy. Yeah. You might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series Summer House. It's the better for you premium beverage featuring high quality, low calorie sparkling. Hard teas pick up a cold six pack at Packadelli, located at 1200 Walnut Street in Philly. Uh-huh. We will go next to Doug. Hey there, Doug. What's up, bitch? <laughs> What's, up? What's up, you bitch? bitch. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here... <laughs> here's your word braggadocio. Braggadocio. All right, so that is for Steve to define and you to determine whether or not he is telling the truth or knows the answer. So, Steve, braggadocio. Self-aggrandizing. Self-aggrandizing. What do you think, Doug? I'm going to have to disagree. Mm, And you would be wrong. Vain or empty boasting, self-aggrandizing, that is correct. Bragging, and and a lot of times... You know, you've used that word before. Yes, I have. You know who used that word? Uh, Don King. Don King, when we had him on, said, It's not braggadocio, it's permitted to blow deck stat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was some gibberish. There was some gibberish that came out. It's admitted to blow deck stat. All right. Let's go to... David, and see if we can get another winner here. Hey, David, how you doing, buddy? And good evening, Fred. I love it. (laughs) All right, Steve, try this one out. Uh, The word is brute, but it is spelled B-R-U-I-T. Bruit? I don't know if it would be pronounced that way or not. It's also a French word. Uh, okay, uh, Bruy. It could be Bruy, yeah. Bruit, B-R-U-I-T. That one I did not check the pronunciation on. Bruy. It's the final stage of the Hutset Row on the Ritterot. Okay, the oh. Hutset Row on the Ritterot. 
David, it is the final stage of that. Do you agree with that or disagree? Hey, guys, this is David Kettlewood, by the way. What'd you say? Oh, it's Dave Kettlewood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that your answer? I I, I definitely disagree with you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And you'd be correct. (laughs) Dave! Dave Kettlewood, everybody. I thought that was the answer. I'm like, it is when Dave Kettlewood calls in to answer a question. (laughs) No, the Bruit or Brewy or Bruit is Brewy. Yes. Is to tell or spread rumors. Ah, Ah. never heard of that word. That's what that means. So we got a winner case. What are we going to give? All right. For you, Dave, you have a case of a sparkling hard tea from... Lover Boy. You might recall Lover Boy from Bravo's hit reality series Summer House. It's the better for you premium beverage featuring high quality, low calorie sparkling hard teas. You can pick up a cold six pack at Choice Deli. That's located at 1642 South Street in Philly. By the way, you I grabbed some obscure words here. I, I, I looked up. I did it. Uh, the the search I did was um, complex words. Yes. So these are these well, are not easy. These are you very, got them. These are very hard. I'm going to go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning, it bitches. Good morning, it bitch. All right, Mark. We're playing the vocab collab with Steve. I'm going to give him a word. He's going to define it. You agree or disagree with that definition. The word, Steve, is pablum. Pablum. And it's spelled P-A-B-L-U-M. Pablum. When someone's spewing pablum there, it's it's bland. Um, like a, a pablum is... is that's the way I use it, but pablum in, in and of itself, the definition would be like, like a, I guess like a, like a, like a, like a milk, like a, a watered down food, like a something of that nature. But go with the with with, with someone speaking it. So, okay, so it, speaking it's from tra- that tripe. Okay, uh, what do you think about that, Mark? So, so pa- pablum would be a pretty mild taste, I would say. So I'm I'm in. He's he's he, he agrees. He's, oh, he's in. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're going to say yes to that because oh, yeah. I know I know what you were trying trying to indicate. the The definition is insipid intellectual nourishment. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's you're you're just, just, it's nonsense yeah. almost. All right. Word vomit. I don't uh, even know what insipid means. Uh, it, Pablum. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay, in a, insipid. It's it's useless. Like, it's like the the pastry place in this airport. Oh, right. Oh, okay, uh, Mark, you. here's what we got it's for you. Very, for, yes. <laughs> for you, Mark. Uh, you have actually our final case of a sparkling hard tea from Lover Boy. You might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series, Summer House. It is the better-for-you premium beverage featuring high-quality, low-calorie, sparkling hard tea. You can pick up a cold six-pack at Packadeli, located at 1200 Walnut Street in Philly. Do you know what? Every time you play the Loverboy music, it's like you're having sex and the phone rings. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for it to <laughs> The get. rest of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We will go next to Bob. Hey, uh, Bob. Morning, bud. Cafe. Kathy, you're in trouble. Why did you say I talk in a funny manner? All right, Bob, here's the definition as we play vocab collab with Steve. Uh, This is a good one. This is a a long word. Valetudinarian. Valetudinarian. Yes. Valetudinarian. You want me to spell for you or anything? It's a long Uh, one. Spell, use in a sentence, and provide a definition. V-A-L-E-T... U D I N A R I A N. Valetudinarian. Yeah. Hmm. Someone. Uh, someone deserving of great respect. Okay. And Bob, what do you think? Someone de- deserving great respect. Valetudinarian. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree. 
And you're correct. All right. It actually means someone who is weak or sickly, especially one morbidly concerned with his or own health. Huh. Uh, so not necessarily a hypochondriac, but somebody who is actually weak, but... Like an obobong. Over, Yeah, is, is obsessing over their uh, their health. Uh, so uh, you got a winner, uh, Case, and it's yes. for Bob. What do we have? We have a Blu-ray copy of the critically acclaimed Promising Young Woman starring Academy Award nominee Carrie Mulligan. Don't miss the Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh film that critics call a game-changing masterpiece and one of the best films of the year. It's available now on Blu-ray and DVD, also available on digital. In fact, we'll find out if it wins this Sunday. All right, we will go next to Alex. Hey, Alex. Good Alex? Morning, good. Good, good, morning, good morning, Ed, sir. All right, Alex, uh, the vocab collab. Here we go. This word is legger domain. Leisure, leisure domain? A leisure. You're right. It's like an S G H. Yeah, leisure domain. Uh, I do know this word, uh, and I'm trying to formulate how I would describe this word. Okay. Uh, your. Your identifying signature. Your identifying signature. All right, Alex, what do you think? I'm going to agree. Okay. I have it here as an illusory feat or something you would use like sleight of hand. You're, you're trying to... Um, then I was way off. ...create a... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, sorry, you're incorrect, bud. Ah, what are you going to do? We have time for one more? One of us. Okay, and I will go to, let's go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Good morning. All right, Kevin, you ready to try this? (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right, how about this? (laughs) Terpsichorean. Jesus. A Terpsichorean. Okay, this is... um... This one I had to write out phonetically. Okay, a Korean who it. fancies Terpsons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Kevin, that. what do you think? Um, I'm going to disagree. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Guys. If you were going to say I agree, which we've had things like that happen before, I was going to reach through the phone and, and choke you. A, a Terps of Korean is a performer who dances professionally. Oh, Never knew that. That's a word that's very obscure. All right, hang on the line, Kevin, because we got a surprise for you. We have a pair of passes to see the action event of the year, Mortal Kombat, the worldwide phenomenon. It comes to life. It's in theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO Max today, rated R. All right, and there you go, the vocab code. Tough words, right? You got some tough ones. Yeah, they were, they were difficult. Quick question, if I may. Yes. Who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? Uh, you know what? So I think I always liked Sub Zero. I didn't necessarily so did... like his powers. No, uh, but I like the way he looked. he looked. I like the way he used the the cold as well. And then I, I kind of like Johnny Cage too because yeah. he, he had the sunglasses and. Liu Kang was pretty awesome too. Liu Kang, yes, yeah. So those would be my top three faves. I think. I think those are the 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 best. They're, they're, they're I think a- I like Scorpion. I'm a Scorpion guy. And another one, good. Who was the one with the four arms? The the really big oh, creature. Uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. You could you play as him? I don't remember. I I found him boring because yeah. they 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 made him. I think too. Um, they made him too powerful. It mm-hmm. made him too like I think like un bon pain. Yeah, two bon 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 Yeah. All right. Two that terps of Korea. is it for the uh, Vocab Goro. Collab. Yay! Thank you, Steve Morrison, and everybody who played along. Uh, with that, we are going to have to take a break, though, because we do have a guest coming up in just a moment. More chances to win cash as well. So stay put. We won't be gone long. What's new? Why do you ask? ACDC.
Caesar. All my favorite songs are slow and Greta Van Fleet. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, we're excited. to. Oh, I'm sorry. You wanted to Just mention a quick this thing quick. Yes. before our, our esteemed guest. Uh, today is a uh, the birthday of someone very near and dear and important to this uh, show. And uh, he saved my life. Dr. Mike Sirigliano's birthday today. Dr. Mike. Yeah. He's the man. And he's what? I think he just turned 29. Oh. He's a beautiful man. So happy birthday to you, Mike. He is the personal doctor of all of us on the show here. And he is an amazing individual. We love him to death. Love ya. Love ya. Dr. Mike. He's the absolute best. That's cool, man. All right. Uh, our next guest is ready to go. We love him, too. Yes. Uh, it's been a long it's been time a while. since we have spoken to him. Uh, he is a great friend. He is a comedian, and he is the host of 427 podcasts. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that. <laughs> the dude that. is a media mogul. Helium Comedy Club this weekend, Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. It's so good seeing you guys. I feel like I'm in the room, but like in a in a really creepy kind of a FBI kind of a way. Right? <laughs> really, it, it, it's it's sort of the, uh, the the kind of footage you'll see on those Dateline specials. But mm-hmm. it's still okay. Uh, listen, we're going to get back to the point where we'd ha- obviously get you back in the studio here. But I was thinking about before we started uh, this conversation today, uh, Greg. You were sort of prepared for all of this. You jumped out ahead of a lot of this with your your setup in Venice and your podcasting capability and your video podcasting capability. So when all this hit, you were already ready to go, correct? Yeah, it, it kept me sane. Yeah. I had, yeah, I got this little studio and, um, you know, I, I did three podcasts. I did the Fitz Dog Radio one, which I've been doing for 12 years. And then I have uh, Sunday Papers, which I do with my buddy Mike Gibbons. We were drunks together in college, (laughs) best friends for 25 years. And we just go through the Sunday paper every week, section by section. And then I spend about 15 minutes going over the Blondie cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Such an anachronism. Yeah. All I want is to be animated and go into that comic strip and beat the crap out of Dagwood because I hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preacher, I think he's, you know, he's 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 a low earner who's got a 10 for a wife and he spends his day napping and I'm sick of it. So so that's you you raise a here's a a tangential point to that but that is that's a good point. The, those Sunday co- comics and the comics that we read regularly, there were some that used to piss me off. One that would always piss me off was Dondi. Who I, I thought was the most annoying. You remember Dondi? No, I don't remember Dondi. Most annoying orphan ever. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah. but do you remember Dondi, Greg? Yeah, I remember yeah. Dondi. Yep. And uh, how, he got, how he got picked out of the litter at a, at any orphanage? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. It's it's true though. It's true. Um, so yeah, but uh, uh, it, it, that show's very funny, and obviously you've been doing your um, your your video stuff. But what you do, and I, I appreciate, is you have a good attention to the audio quality, and your video quality is pretty good. So, how long did it take you to get everything tweaked just the way you like it? Because now we're to the point where we see it so much, it literally pisses me off when I see like a broadcast network news show have substandard streaming capabilities. Yeah, it's just not that hard. You yeah. Know? Like, get yourself, you can get yourself a mic with a <laughs> USB that goes right into the computer, and, and you'll sound like a pro. And um, we, luckily, I've got a, a 
the, these producers out of St. Louis that I met and they're uh, called mid coast media and they do everything. We literally record it and they sit in on a zoom call and they grab everything. And then I'm done. I wouldn't be able to do three podcasts a week if I had to actually do yeah. any real work. Right. So. Hey, how do we sound to you right now? Because uh, we're working with a USB mic uh, and we're actually, um, you know, in the next week or two, our, our setup is going to be so much better uh, than it is now. So I, I you know, I apologize if uh, this is not up to snuff for you. Well, it sounds okay, but it, your lip has something on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mustache. <laughs> well, I apologize. I, I thought that there was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, That's right. He hasn't seen us in a while. I, uh, um, I uh, just was able to start growing it. So, yeah. So I, I did. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, I, I shouldn't. But I did. Yeah. You know, uh, because because I can now. So I'm a big boy. <laughs> well, Greg, you're you're a little more. You seem very. You, you seem fit. You seem in good shape. You're 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 you're. Uh, everything looks good. You seem like you lost all your hair. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's I like that. Cool. That's a good look. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Normally, you have like a hat on or something like that. You uh, you rock the Jeff cap. Yeah, I usually wear the uh, the, the Scully cap, but now I'm sick of it. I let it all go during the pandemic. Good. I just realized like. During the pandemic, you can be the guy that grows a mustache. You can be the guy that, keeps that you know, and it's like it's such a like, uh, oh man, I get this year off. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grow facial hair and get fat. No, <laughs> keep your act together. Right. <laughs> well, Nick uh, grew his hair out, and uh, he's got it back in a ponytail. He's got a right ponytail, now. Greg. And uh, you know, I said to Kathy, Kathy and I have had uh, conversations about it uh, behind his back. And uh, it's like just because you can put it in a ponytail doesn't mean you should put it in a ponytail. Right. That's right. Yeah. Greg, your thoughts on my hair that have nothing to do with anybody else? No, I mean I can't. Let me see around the ears. Move the move the move, move the headphones off. I'll take the ponytail. Pull it, is it? I'll take the ponytail no. out. All right, ponytail's yeah. gone. But it's still in that no. weird growing out phase. No, that looks good. Are you I'm like that? Like All right. All right, cool. See, Fitz dog approves. So you guys of the ponytail say. or the hair? I approve of the hair, just not the ponytail. It's a thick head of hair. Yeah, I prefer it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool, man. F flowing loosely about the shoulders. I love yeah. when people make comments on other people's physical appearances behind their back. It's a <laughs> real telling sign of their security. See, we didn't know this was going on oh, on the show right now. deep, doesn't yeah. it? It's gotten so deep. <laughs> well, it's really stupid. Uh, Greg just does this passively to us, so... Uh, I wanted to ask you, Greg, about all the uh, the shows and all the the uh, the, the, the podcasts and, and, and uh, the stuff that kept popping up. As you recently had Lori Kilmartin on the show, it was very funny, and uh, on Fitzdog Radio, and you sat down with her, and she had, and I guess the subject was um, uh, was breast reduction. She had a breast reduction, correct? And she's about to have it. About, about to have it. it. And I I saw somebody else, another comedian, talking about a similar thing, and about the um, the bizarre occurrence. Where um, guys seem to take it personally when, when we get breast reductions. Did she address this at all? She didn't talk about it, but as a man, it really is something that you hear. And there's like a gut. We've all got a frat guy living inside of us. <laughs> right. And our mission in life is to keep the frat guy inside, you know? Right. And when you hear something like that, there really is a part of you that goes like, no! 
<laughs> you know, and it's like, um, you know, it, it just felt like she's at the age where, you know, her back hurts. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like a physical problem. Yet there's a part of you, there's that little 13-year-old boy <laughs> that's just like, no, we run. Because here's, you know, there's legitimate, like, medical concerns. And it's like, from my visual, could you just keep that going? And it, it seems bizarre. But, yeah, so it, it's uh, at a certain point, yeah, if you like to walk upright, it's something that you do. Yeah, yeah, right. And there's also there's this documentary that I saw about, one of those child actresses, and she was... Um, Soleil Moon Fry? Punky Brewster. Yeah, Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah, she she had that. There was this great documentary about how like she was this child actor and she was making tons of millions of dollars, and then she hit puberty and she grew these enormous <laughs> breasts. And suddenly she's 13 and she's in Hollywood and she's like in every producer, every actor... They're all treating her like a sex object yeah. all of a sudden. And it ruined her career. She couldn't get any work. And then finally she uh, she chopped him down to size and uh, <laughs> lived happily ever after, guys. <laughs> there you go. Her life didn't end. Fortunately, in Hollywood, uh, there's not a history of predatorial behavior. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, she, so she was safe. Hey, Greg, I wanted to ask about, um, you know, getting back out and uh, and playing clubs. You've been doing it for a little while now. Things are starting to uh, open up a little bit more. Have you, did you get vaccinated? By the way, is that too personal of a question? You're to not ask supposed people? to ask, but you can ask. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. But I think, why not? Um, I'd rather not talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have erectile dysfunction, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, it's the way you contextualize it. I uh, yeah, I had uh, I had both the shots, and I did not cut in line because that was a big deal in L.A. Is that a lot of right. people were getting uh, they they were getting in line ahead of um, people of color yeah. and people of overweight. <laughs> people of overweight. <laughs> yeah, because you know the truth is like this pandemic. It's mostly killing fat people. Uh, I mean, if you look at like the biggest, dem- no pun intended, but the de- biggest demographic is overweight people. Greg, se- 70, 78% uh, of the people who, at least and they, the CDC had a, broke it down and uh, were, 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 are, have been obese. Who, who o- suffered overweight the, or obese. Obese, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting in line to get the shot because I'm waiting for the surplus. And all the people, I guess if you're, if you're, overweight you're allowed to get online and it was a funny thing because all these mexican food carts were lined up next to the line oh my god and they're selling like fried beef sticks and <laughs> <laughs> listen that's the entrepreneurial spirit right there right, right. Yeah. yeah it's like the girl who who was selling girl scout cookies outside of a dispensary right you know Greg, I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, the Dodgers this weekend, they are going to sell tickets to people uh, who have been vaccinated. They get to sit next to each other. It's it's two sections. You have to show your vaccination card, but you can go to a ball game at uh, at Dodger Stadium in L.A., and it's going to be like a normal ball game, but you have to show the vaccination card in uh, in order to get in. Well, that's great. That's a great fact. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we, we can podcast amazing. about that later. <laughs> See, big... you as a, you as a comedian are supposed to roll with my inane fact comment, and then 
add to it, but he that, just, has, that didn't work out at all for me no, at all. No, yeah. no, yeah. But you do live in L.A. I thought perhaps it'd be interesting. I was wrong. <laughs> Craig's cracking up, by the way. I mean, that just sat there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It happens. I've been on the receiving end of that so many times. <laughs> it's uh, It sucks. <laughs> well, it's Friday. So... <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about Girl Scout cookies. It's Girl Scout cookie season, and uh, <laughs> you know those little whores are out there. Everywhere you go. <laughs> the little whores are out oh there. Wherever they can set up a table, they're sitting there <laughs> selling those overpriced, crappy cookies, and then and you buy some, yeah. you know, because they're Girl Scouts. It makes you feel good. And then you're walking back to your car through the grocery store parking lot. You got an armful of dosy doughs. Yeah. And then some black teenager walks up to you. He's got a box full of Snickers bars. He's like, excuse me, sir, you, you want to help support my basketball team? And you're like, that's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> then you see the Girl Scout getting in her dad's BMW with yeah. a fist. Put <laughs> totally. him again, Dad! Please <laughs> him again! How are, how are things in uh, in Venice uh, with your with your pals and you know the the area there is are you are, is it still fairly locked down? Some I know Newsom was opening things up a bit. Is there? It, does it feel a little bit more normal? It's um yeah we have a circle of friends that have all gotten shots. So okay, like, I've had a poker game for like fifteen years that we didn't do this year, so we had our first poker game back, which was awesome. And because uh, it's just the same, it's the same like, you know, seven or eight guys. And uh, just to get in there and start getting the clothes off again. <laughs> oh, it's strip, strip poker. Strip poker. Oh. Now, do you, do, you, do you end up going like especially bundled up when you play or does everybody have to wear the same amount of clothes? <laughs> it depends on it. If whoever's working out the most okay. wears the least clothes. Uh, yeah, that's usually that's usually it. No, uh, when yeah. you do, when you do play, because I'm a poker player. When you do play, is it a cash game or does is it uh, you know everybody pays the same amount and gets the same amount of chips? Well, there's a buy-in. There's there's a sixty dollar buy-in at the beginning, and then if you run out, then you buy chips from somebody else to keep. We'll play for like six or seven hours though. We have these marathon wow. games. Jesus, yeah. Well, I mean, so- it, yeah, the way you play, you know, especially if you're going to sit down at a casino, like you can't play if you only have a couple of hours, like because it. I mean, so it's, what, what's it's the a usual, long game. What's like, the usual time if you sit down at the casino and you're not just passing through and you're going to sit down and play? Play? Are you? Are, is is it the norm for like seven hours, six seven hours? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I've never played poker in a casino before. I would get killed. Yeah. Well. well we're all high. <laughs> Every raise is like, what game are we playing? What's the raise? It's mostly just like a bunch of really funny. They're mostly writers. Yeah. And uh, everyone's super funny. And so it's really just like an excuse to get together. We're not we're not good at all. Speaking of the, of the writing, um, so obviously everything took a took a, a hit and was in a bit of a stasis. But, you know. More projects are coming back online. You're seeing things start to, uh, you know, emerge from the uh, uh, from the lockdown. Uh, how have you? Uh, you've done a ton of writing. You've always done a ton of writing. Uh, has that kicked back in? Is that something you still do with any great uh, effort now, or are you so caught up with the uh, with all the the podcasting and with now with getting back on stage? Is that eating up your time? How does how do you reconcile all of that stuff you're doing? No, it's a good question because it's like uh, it's crawling back the writing work. Is it? But 
Yeah, it is. I need to get, there's this thing with the right, I'm in the writer's guild. And once you have qualified for, you know, you have to make over a certain amount in a year and then you qualify for health coverage and it's the best health coverage in America. It's like total VIP treatment. And so I've had it for, I've had it for 16 years. I've qualified for it. And right. if I, if you get 17 years, you get it for life for oh, the rest wow. of life for free. Yeah. So I need one more writing job <laughs> to get in. However, I am a middle-aged straight white man with a bad attitude. <laughs> and the chances of me getting hired right now, to be perfectly honest, are not good. Really? Yeah. So so what do you do do you do punch up work on things? Yeah, I do punch up. Um I've done that with uh, Judd Apatow a little bit because I wrote with him on Crashing. And, right. And then uh, I do, um, you know, I staff on stuff. I write scripts that I sell. I just I just wrote a sitcom script and I'm, I'm trying to trying to get some meetings and sell that. That would be the easiest way to do it because that then you make enough for to qualify for a year. Do you think so you're gonna, gonna, are you going to hit it? Am I going to hit the 17th year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. My wife, I wake up every morning and my wife's like, you going to hit the 17th year? All she thinks about is my health coverage. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's insane. She used to think about my penis. <laughs> and then that goes away. Yeah. The health coverage. I, can see. I need health coverage for my penis right now. That's the irony. We covered your erectile dysfunction issue just yes. a little while ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's wild. So so with that and with the uh, we've had uh, we've had uh, Bob Saga was on. We have uh, Bill Burr was on. You know uh, last, last week. week, and and everyone is feeling the exuberance of getting back on stage. Um, you feel the same way, or where do you stand right now? Uh, yeah, although last night was not did not make me feel like I'm ready to be back and stand again. There was uh, four women, and here's here is the worst. <laughs> thing to see are white women with wine and there were four of them sitting at the front table and these cackling hens they (laughs) they would laugh and then they would sit and talk to each other Mm -hmm. about a story that had happened related to the joke just just talking just randomly talking and i could hear them but the rest of the crowd couldn't and it started to build and the thing as a comedian is you can have 200 people laughing, paying attention, great crowd. But if you got four people up front that are talking amongst themselves, it's all you see. Yeah. And it's all you hear. And it starts to build up. And I was, I was politely telling them to be quiet. And then I finally, uh, towards the end, I told them to get out. I said, get the F out now. Put wow. wow. And get out. And there's this huge black security guy who comes up. And he's got a face mask that says security across it. In case you didn't know the one black guy in the room who's a huge security guard. And uh, How did they and, respond? They they didn't want to go. And then he was telling them to go. And the whole crowd got awkward. And then I'm yelling at them. And then, uh, and then I finally, and I saw it was such a big deal. I went, all right, fine. You guys can stay. But if you talk one more time, you got to go. Now the arms are crossed, um, as Kevin Meany used to say. They had a puss on their face, and, <laughs> and they were just ah, oh, it was the worst. I hated it. It was. 
Is it wild, though, after all these years of you doing what you do, that that the the old things like from day one, from your first, you know, open mic still holds true that because when you're on stage in most places, the lighting is such that you can only see a few people in. So that's so it can still F you up, you know, that distraction. Yeah, I think that's kind of the beauty of stand up is I've been doing it for 31 years and I still can get euphoric after a good set. I can still feel as creative as I can possibly be when I'm in the middle of a new joke and I'm riffing on it. And there's highs that come along with it that I don't get anywhere else in life, which is why the last year has been so weird for me just psychically because I'm so used to feeling these intense spikes right? to not feel it. But the downside is there also is like, I was really... I was really pissed off after the show for a long time. Mm. And, uh, and so I think what other job can you have in life? And I mean, you guys are in the same camp as I am. I mean, to be in a job where you still feel creative, where you can still derive joy and excitement and uh, it validates you, uh, but can also kick your ass. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, there's, we always uh, harken back to, there's a classic episode of uh, the show Frasier where yeah. yeah, he's, he's got the, the number one, uh, you know, talk show in, in uh, Seattle. And there's just one guy at a newsstand who doesn't even say he dislikes the show all that way. He just doesn't really, he doesn't find his character, all, you know, his persona, all that engaging. And it, it, it ends up with him returning to the newsstand so much that he accidentally sets it on fire <laughs> because he can't, nothing, that one guy matters the most. And it, yeah. it's just a weird thing. So, you know, the, I think somebody, I think Joe Rogan explained it to me. He said, it's, it comes from nature where if you're an animal and you're in nature, you are constantly surveying all the other animals around you. Yeah. And trying to eat, you're trying to get your water, you're trying to rest. But if there's one animal that is staring at you or <laughs> acting different than the other ones, that's the animal you can see. Yeah. That, yeah. That one all your attention. That makes yeah. sense. You've been out to his his uh, his new setup, right? Rogan's no, set- I've been out there. You yeah. haven't been out there? Well, no, no. What do you think of that that studio? Because he changed, he moved out, he's in Texas now. Uh, yeah, and he's got, and and I when I watched the video from there, it, it I you know he's he's a, he's obviously great. He's he, he got in early and has honed his craft and does a great job. Yet I find myself expecting Spock to walk in, or you know, it, it has a very. Do you know what I'm saying? It is a very yeah, distracting it's set. It's weird because you know he changed studios in L.A. and he and he literally brought all of the exact. He, he rebuilt it from scratch. You didn't, you couldn't know that you weren't in the old studio. So I figured he'd stick with that, but um, who knows? I mean, the guy, the guy thinks big. Yeah. You got yeah. Big. And now, you know, now there's going to be all these comedy clubs opening up in Austin. Every time I'm on the road, every comic is like, yeah, moving to Austin next month. <laughs> there's, there's uh, cap city comedy club. And then there's rumors that some other people are opening comedy clubs. Because of his shift. Because of his shift there and all these comedians being in town, it's going to yeah. create a second wave of, of comedy club. That's wild. Yeah, you've got, um, you know, Joe's out there and then Tony Hinchcliffe and, and Brian Redpan went out. And I think Segura is going out there. Wow. 
I heard Sebastian is going out there. Wow. No <laughs> kidding. I mean, I mean, does the, the state taxes have a lot to do with that as well? Uh You'd have to ask them. I, okay. I can't figure it out. I just know everyone's leaving L.A., and I'm going to get better spots at the club. There you go. <laughs> I guess uh, Austin's becoming the Nashville for, for comedians. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. Uh, Greg, I've been thinking about this for a little while, and I wanted to um, – so, like, I, I don't shave my mustache because <laughs> it hurts, you know, like when you use a straight razor on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that – for some reason, that part of the face hurts the most to shave. Okay. So that's what I've been thinking about it, and it's been, it's you, been gnawing at me. You're validating your mustache to Greg yeah. during this whole interview that yeah. we've been thinking about? Well, I mean, when you wipe your butt, yeah. that hurts too. But yes. you do it. You dig in. Yeah. You, you, know, you, you try to fold it. You try to wad it. You try to get in there with the, the, the nimbleness of your fingertips. Yeah. But you still do it. You're right. You're right. You Casey know what? recently changed his wiping technique. He used to stand up and yeah. wipe almost his entire life. Yeah. He so... stood up to wipe his his butt. But didn't your ass cheeks come together and smush it? I never said? realized that. I had no idea. Kathy's about to barf right now. I mean, but, but, like, really, he, you but actually Greg is a right. follow-up Greg, question, Greg? Yeah. Greg is right. <laughs> no, you are right, and I never knew. I had no idea. And so for the past, I don't know how long? Maybe uh, six months to a year, I've been a sit wiper. Mm-hmm. It's a total <laughs> game changer. Yeah. Well, I, who were you raised by? What <laughs> Was there any instruction? <laughs> I did, I don't know. Like I guess maybe I called out sick that day. I don't. I have no yeah, clue. He was right? a middle. He's a middle child. <laughs> I they am didn't a middle quite child. Pay attention no, you're to right. <laughs> when, in, in his house, when you had the talk, it was about wiping. That was the uh... <laughs> right. We got the uh, we got with the uh, with the toilet paper scare of 2021. We got a bidet. Yes. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I look. I've been trying to tell people, and people have. Amazon sells a cheap one, Greg, and I installed it just before the pandemic, so I got in well in advance. They're a godsend, are they not? Well, I don't know. (laughs) That cheap cheap Amazon one is the one I ended up with because I had been to Tom Segura's house, and he's like, dude... Go use my toilet. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got it today. Check it out. So I go in, and it's got like... It's got a remote control oh. to move the jet stream. Yeah, I don't it's have that. You can put it on whatever temperature you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not that. Anything you want. This this one you're talking about, it's like it's freezing cold water <laughs> right into your butt. It's like being raped by a popsicle. <laughs> it hurts. And I want the one. I want his. His, it does, it loofahs. Yeah, oh, done. It what? Spray pans. It's, it sprays perfume. Wow. It shaves the hair. It does everything. It's amazing. It does manscaping. Uh, no, so I, there are ones that warm the water. and Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can see one, that as an upgrade. We stayed at a hotel one time that yeah. had that as well, and it even vib- yeah, the, the seat would warm up and all that stuff. Yeah, those run, they're like $5,000. Yeah. Get something like I that. don't know if my ass is that important, mm-hmm. but I, I just wanted, but but it did help me conserve on, uh, on toilet paper when it was, you know. Does it? Don't yeah. you use more, though, because mine sprays not just my butthole, but my taint strap, <laughs> my balls, my inner thighs. Like, I don't know if it's set wrong. I, it might be set wrong. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Do you uh, yeah. Because mine, mine hits right. I have it calibrated to hit right in the sweet spot. You sure you didn't buy a mini pressure washer by accident, Greg? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does the sound it make? Does it make the sound? Yeah. Like one of, yeah, like a sprinkler. sprinkler. Yeah. yeah. 
I've never heard the word taint strap. I've never I heard like the word that, strap. I like that, too. I love yeah. it. It's, it's cool. But anyway, there's a bidet out there for anyone, and I think it's, for me, hygienically, it feels right. Are, are, would you consider yourself overly hygienic? By no means. No, okay. I, uh, I don't shower for three or four days oh. a week. Why did I, I, I always perceived you as being kind of a very, uh, very clean, put-together guy. I have that aura, yeah. and yet not really who I am. Really? I, uh, I don't have body odor, which is the weirdest thing. I've never, I've never used deodorant for a day in my life. What? Never yeah, my cousin's the same way. He's uh, in his sixties. He's never worn deodorant, and as a result, has never had a need for it. Yeah, I think that's what happens. If you don't use it, you don't need it. And uh, I just, my body doesn't smell. Um, I don't really exercise that much, <laughs> and so I, I try to. I use the bidet because, let's be honest, ninety. What six percent of the shower is based on your bunghole? Is that really what's in there? <laughs> He's, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- do you have a shower head, uh, like a detachable shower head, in your shower? What? Is, what am I? What show am I on? <laughs> I have to ask. You brought it up. <laughs> yeah, you know the the the. the you ask if my wife masturbates. In the shower? <laughs> uh, well, well, I. <laughs> That's well. one extra feature of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, there's a certain Honey, setting that I enjoy. Honey, it's been an hour. <laughs> well, that's a question. I mean, whenever you get in the shower, is the, the is it the pulse that's on or is it just the regular? It, if you use if you use yeah. the wrong pulse setting, it's like it's like Ali is speed bagging your nuts. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it's true. It's painful, but yeah, I'm with you, Greg. I don't, I don't do the the extra wand or any of that stuff. You know, no, no. no, no you're missing. <laughs> no, not my thing. A, it's just a tad. But, right. You know, we have, this, we have an outdoor shower because we're like mm. like a mile from the beach. So, like, if I've got some time, I just jump on the bike. I go to the beach, ride some waves, <laughs> come back, hit the outdoor shower, jump in the hot tub. Wow, greatest! You're like that's Hefner. A, that's a day, man. <laughs> Yeah! That wow, that is awesome. Um, well, listen, Greg. We we unfortunately we got to wrap because we got to get to a contest thing we're going to be doing here in a moment. But we're happy to see you. Sort yes. of. We were zooming with uh, Greg right now. Next time we'll be in the studio. We'll have Kathy do a sniff test and see whether you smell. Now she's <laughs> oh, got real God. sensitive. Yeah. Uh, sense of smell. Uh, but that'll have to be. I don't yeah, know. People make that face. I'm telling you, there's no smell. <laughs> yeah, I I think you think there's no smell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Just, just but listen, you can go to Helium Comedy t- Club tonight and find out whether Greg has a stench coming yeah, off of him. Just or don't not. talk. Uh, so two shows tonight and two tomorrow. They are seven fifteen and nine thirty. You can get the tickets at heliumcomedy dot com, and of course, check out uh, Greg's multiple podcasts and so on. It's always great to talk to you, man. Enjoy your time while you're in Philly. Okay. All right, great seeing you guys. My favorite radio show in America. Oh, we love you. Greg Fitzsimmons, guys. At Helium Comedy Club, like I said. So make sure you go. He's great, man. I've, I've seen him there live a couple times and loved it every single time. All right, so we got stuff to get to. Why don't we take a break, come back in a moment. Bizarre file stories are on the way. We have in a little while your opportunity to win $500. And it is with, of course, the Preston and Steve money clip. That is all coming up. We'll be back in a sec. Find 93.3 WMMR at radio.com. Yes. Yes, you can. Here we go. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Final. 
And this morning's Bizarre File is brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on-site. Uh, they also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works has delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for details. Uh, we'll begin with this. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol is investigating after a man was killed on I-95 after he performed a motorcycle stunt and fell off of his bike. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, this is pretty brutal, too. It was just after 3 a.m. This guy should not have been doing what he did. Uh, Wednesday is 3 a.m. A 31-year-old Orlando man was traveling northbound on 95. Witnesses said the man stood up on the motorcycle seat, put his arms outwards. You know, so he's standing up like at a T. Right. Lost control. The bike fell off. Then... A Chevy Equinox and a Hyundai Santa Fe were traveling behind the motorcyclist. Trooper said both vehicles ran over the oh the, the rider. Jesus. And due to the condition of the rider, Trooper said they believe other vehicles may have also run the man over. Oh, so, oh yeah. Not like, a good uh, idea doing that stuff on the highway. You ever see the movie Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme? He does that. He stands up. I mean, of course, he's not really doing it, but that's, right. it, it, you know, it'd be virtually impossible. Yeah, he was uh, pronounced dead at the scene. God. The crash remains under investigation. Here's another winner for you. A man has gone on trial in Spain for allegedly killing his mother, cutting up her body, and eating her remains. Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Alberto Gomez was arrested in 2019 after police uh, went to the home of his 66-year-old mother following concerns from a friend. What's the bib for? Police said they found body... It's got a picture of his mother on it. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, no. Police said they found body parts scattered around the apartment. Some kept in plastic containers. This is right out of, like, the Ed Gein stuff, man, and, and Jeffrey Dahmer. The defendant has told the court... He does not remember dismembering and eating his mother. How can you forget that? I can see forgetting your keys. He is reported to have been suffering from a personality disorder as well as a drug habit prior to his arrest. Spanish media say that he had been known to police because of violence against his mother and that he had breached a restraining order at the time of his arrest. I see him at the door like, Pat, I'm just, did I get my keys? Did I eat my mother? (laughs) Uh, The court heard of the macabre scene police found at the home. Some of the human remains were in the process of being cooked and others stored in containers. Uh, The defendant, who was 26 at the time, reportedly confessed to strangling his mother and said that he had sometimes eaten the body parts and sometimes given them to the dog. Please Dear don't, God. Yeah. Don't consider this callous, but what kind of containers was he using? The trial continues. I don't know. Those details are probably sealed in the court records. Never underestimate fast food workers. A few employees of a Burger King in Montana recently figured out a way to help keep a driver that they thought was acting strangely from leaving their drive through until police could arrive and investigate. Uh, the incident happened near Missoula County on Saturday, and restaurant workers say they noticed the driver of the car drinking from a bottle and uh-huh. acting, quote, really sloppy. After the customer ordered his food, the staff asked the car to pull around and wait for the food to be prepared. And that's when they called 911. So they were stalling and yeah. keeping him there? Yeah, yeah. How would you and, like an apple pie with that? No, and, thank you. How about an apple pie? No, thank you. An officer arrived who noticed signs of uh, 38-year-old Joseph Brownell was intoxicated, and he was also found to have an open container of alcohol. Uh, He was arrested for driving under the influence, and thanks to the fast food workers, they got this guy. I bet you working at at a busy drive-thru, you see a lot. Yes, I would imagine quite a bit, yep. 
Neighborhoods in several different southern New Hampshire towns were rocked by a mysterious explosion on Tuesday night. Kingston police say that the blast was caused by a family using explosives to reveal the gender of their baby. Oh, my God. And I mean, like, it was big. So the yep. blast happened around 7 p.m. Residents said that they uh, that it was nothing like they had ever heard before. According to uh, neighbor Sarah Teglieri and her husband, Matt, it was earth-shaking. They live in a home that abuts the uh, Toromeo uh, Tor- Quarry. They said, we heard this god-awful blast, Sarah said. It knocked pictures off, off our walls. It shook houses in surrounding neighborhoods and was even uh, captured on a doorbell camera from the next town over. I mean, like, not even in the same town. I it was mean, huge. they had to be using crazy amount of explosives. They called 911 and waited for police. In the meantime, social media lit up. People were wondering what had happened, like, even way south of where this town was. Some claimed that it was an earthquake. Meteorologists said that there were no earthquakes reported around that time. Police confirmed that it was a gender reveal using explosives. Authorities are still investigating that they believe the people used Tannerite and had permission to be on the Torremeo Industries property. Come on. Um, according to Matt Taglieri, he said it cracked foundations of our neighbors' homes. He said, I don't know how that's right. Uh, police say that they've seen uh, the gender reveal video and confirm it's a boy. And while neighbors are well aware of the this explosive new trend, they say this gender reveal is too much for a small town. Are they going to be held culpable for that? Investigators are looking into possible property damage, and there could be charges in their case. Do you so, think one day we'll find out that Nagasaki was a gender reveal? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was, just an over-the-top gender reveal. All right, so how about this story? Uh, he's got a giant padded head, perfectly round cheeks, and a bobtail, and he's walking from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Huh. Jesse Larios says he doesn't know exactly what inspired him to dress up as a character that he has named Bear Son and start the over 400-mile trip, but he's been pleased with the attention that the move has received. So he's dressed as this bear, and he's walking to San Francisco, and he doesn't say he doesn't know why he's doing it. Does he talk while he's doing it? Obviously, he did. He he is doing some interesting things. Uh, He said it was an impulsive decision for sure. I didn't force come. He said I didn't plan it out. Yeah, Yeah. he he just felt like running. (laughs) Uh, The thirty-three-year-old in the brown and white suit uh, that he designed uh, started the journey on April twelfth, and it's morphed into something bigger, drawing fans from all over. Uh, he started a GoFundMe account, which, as of Wednesday, had raised $7,100. Upon reaching San Francisco, he said he plans to hold an online vote to determine where to donate the money. He said, I just want to help people out. Now, he's been making stops along the way to sleep and eat, but not much else. He visits gas stations for meals and to clean up as well. And apparently, he says, he just sleeps inside the suit wherever he finds himself at the end of the day. You want to talk about something stinking at the end of a trip, Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the trip has already taken longer than anticipated, but uh, he said... I didn't plan this out well. He said he's not in a huge rush. Instead, he is walking, enjoying the views, which he posts on Instagram. That's actually kind of cool. And taking inspiration from the journey and all of the folks that he has met along the way. Sans the bear outfit. Now, listen, the footwear, though, you have to replace... It's wear and tear. Yeah, yeah. At some point, yes, it replaces paws. I said everything's been pretty wild. To be honest, it inspires me to do new things. It brings new ideas. It fuels my creativity. It helps out a lot, and it feels good too. Yeah. Mm. Now I want to get some tannerite. Yeah. I got to pay. All right, and then <laughs> one last story: A Houston man is being charged with threatening firefighters. 
with a rifle after they treated him for a drug overdose. Firefighters responded to a home at approximately midnight on Tuesday. A fire department official said firefighters used Narcan to treat the man for an overdose, and when he came to, he reportedly became agitated and threatened firefighters with a rifle. They saved the guy's life. Uh, there were no details provided on how the man specifically retrieved the firearm. He demanded the firefighters leave the house. Outside the house, firefighters called the police and warned others not to approach the residence. Uh, Houston police surrounded the house, and the man surrendered peacefully. Casey has said before there are some uh, people who are, uh, you know, they they actually get pissed off when they get Amen. saved because right. they were having such an over-the-top high, high. Yes. Uh, that it was ruined by being brought out of that state, which is pretty wild. That's man. cray-cray. All right, and that's why it is in the bizarre file for you this morning. We have about 30 seconds ooh, before ooh, it's ooh, officially ooh, 10 a.m. Can I give a shard-out? You can give a shard-out, okay. young man. So this is uh, this guy, Brian Haynes, is re- he's requesting a shard-out for the one and only... Preston Elliott. What? Yeah, this past weekend, he participated in the Mud Hen Race Series down the shore. Just after his heat had started, he came across a small group of people, one of whom being Preston. Uh, He recognized you and because of your hairdo and your facial hair. He yelled out, Gadzooks, in which you replied in kind, and you gave him a fist bump. I remember that guy. A few quick encouraging words as he passed. Now, he doesn't know if this transferred extra energy to him or not, but... Uh, it was the best uh, run he has ever had since high school, and so he wants to give you a shard out and a thank you for that, Preston. Oh, well, so fueled you. on by the encouragement of his hero. I thought it was cool that he, you know, he, he threw out a gadzooks, and I was right. like, "Nice, dude!" It's down here, you know, at the shore. And it's weird, that. still, and you know, to be out with a mask on and stuff, and, and have yeah. people recognize you. I, I had a mask on yesterday, and I had my Flyers cap on. So basically, all, I wouldn't recognize it was my it. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had it happen many yeah. times, and I have to ask. I'm like, "How do you? What? Yeah. I'm wearing. It's my beard is covered. Everything, you know. And but you know what? They just, um, it's cool. We are we are humbled by that. Yeah. Thank you. We do appreciate it. All right, it's officially time. Here we go. Ninety-three-three WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. Stop <laughs> thinking of clams. <laughs> Now, here's your money clip keyword. Clams. All right, your word is trending. That's the word. All right, the money clip word for the hour is trending, and it is T-R-E-N-D-I-N-G. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do it. And you can text it to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or if you would also like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, our company, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Hyundai City. And the word again is trending. All right, T-R-E-N-D-I-N-G. Good luck. 15 minutes to get that to us. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we will do the lesson question. Trash, music, news. Stay put. We won't be gone long. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Great song from Foo Fighters, Everlong. I love that um, live version where they do yeah. almost all of it acoustic. Oh, it's great. Kick in at the end. You get Excellent. that. Um, they, they released a collection a while ago, and they had like three or four versions of the song uh, on it. And uh, it was very cool. Nice. So let's see what we got here, friends. We got ourselves sitting at about 12 minutes after uh, 10 o'clock and ready to move things along. And um, we have a chance for you to win something right Ooh. now. Yeah, I'm going to do the lesson question. We have a pair of tickets to join uh, the Dryden 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That on, That's on uh, Sunday, May 16th. Uh, let's Let's go with this one. What replaced the gym in Steven Seagal's house? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Yeah. Steven Seagal's house is up for sale, and uh, Steve was wondering where the gym is. Where? What replaced the gym? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by Coors Pure, an organic light beer that is refreshingly simple. For the exceptionally crisp, clean taste you'd expect from Coors, 92 calories, no sugar, Coors Pure. Try it today. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, former One Tree Hill star Jana Kramer and her husband NFL star Mike Cawson have separated for the third time since marrying six years ago. Kramer and Cawson issued a statement insisting they are not going for some sort of world record. Hmm. Oh, my God. Whoopi Goldberg appearing in this month's variety, teasing exciting fans about the uh, upcoming Sister Act 3 for Disney+. Plus. Whoopi revealed that if you love Sister Act 2, then you just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paris Jackson has signed to appear in the new season of American Horror Story, subtitled Double Feature. Paris says the producers were unsure she was ready for the gore of the popular series until she reminded them that her father's nose used to fall off. Oh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, thanks, Steve. Let's see if you do indeed know the answer to this question. What replaced the gym in Steven Seagal's house? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, bud, we're looking for the answer. What replaced the gym in Steven Seagal's house? would be an ice cream bar. Yeah, ice cream shop, yep. Hang on, Brian. We got you, man. Going to give you a pair of tickets for the Drydeen 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That's on Sunday, May 16th. NASCAR is back at Dover International Speedway, May 14th through the 16th. You can get tickets now at doverspeedway.com. Let's get into music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. All right. Where's my music news? Oh, there it is. I got it. Uh, Let's see here. It's brought to you by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. 
It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground uh, just seconds before serving. Uh, We're going to start with this. The Pretty Reckless has topped the Billboard Mainstream Rock Airplay chart this week. Now, they now become the first female-fronted band to have back-to-back number one singles at the active rock format. And the first female-fronted act to have six number one singles on the Mainstream Rock Airplay chart. Uh, The song, And So It Went, features a guest appearance by Tom Morello on guitar. And he recently commented about the band and said, I got to perform with Taylor Momsen at the Chris Cornell Memorial Show. We rocked loud love, and she nailed it. No easy task. And he said, thank goodness she and her band continue to fly the flag of rock and roll in a mighty way. That's great. It's great that these, uh, these women rockers are leading so much of the... Fresh music and rock right now. I agree. She uh, replied to a tweet from the station, which was ooh, cool. Did she? Yeah, she. Uh, I mean, we congr- uh, the station congratulated her from the uh, the MMR Twitter account, and she just replied with the prayer emojis. But it's nice. Oh, I love it. Uh, the band's uh, most recent chart topper was "Death by Rock and Roll," which spent three weeks at number one in late August. Corn's new album is officially done, songwriting wise. Lead singer Jonathan Davis said that the band wrote the album over the past year during quarantine. He said, we just got done writing a record. It's like an act of God to get us all together to do anything. And we have to plan that all out. And I'm sure there are a bazillion other bands with new music to release, too. In the meantime, let's just go out, play live, and have some fun. New album is uh, following up 2019's The Nothing, by the way. Uh, the Killers guitarist, Dave Cunning. Keening. Keening? Gramming. K-E-U-N-I-N-G. Kerbing. Caning, maybe. Kerbing. <laughs> is giving fans a taste of his upcoming solo album, A Mild Case of Everything, by sharing streams of three songs. Ends of the Earth. That's Casey's tune. On the ends of the earth. Uh, bad. The secrets of the sea. <laughs> the the lift up the your eyes to the wonders of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were singing when you started to laugh. No, no, no. He, he was singing Deep River. Uh, Deep River. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> My home is over Jordan. <laughs> uh, so, besides the ends of the earth, yeah. uh, bad instincts, and no one is calling you a liar. The album arrives in stores on June twenty fifth. Uh, coming in early September is the new photo book titled Sabbath the Dio Years. It was reported that the upcoming 440-page coffee table book is being issued by Rufus Publications and chronicles Ronnie James Dio's time fronting Black Sabbath through its incarnation as heaven and hell. Uh, the book has been produced with the full cooperation of his widow, Wendy Dio, and Sabbath bandmates Tony Iommi and Geezer Butler. And Leo Dio. And, of course, Ronnie died in uh, 2010 from stomach cancer. He was 67 it's years horrible. old. Yeah. Uh, the Dio years will be fleshed out with, out with a wealth of unseen pictures and memorabilia and with a linking text from rock journalist Howard Johnson, who interviewed Tony Iommi and Geezer Butler to discuss this era. Also out today is the John Lennon Plastic Ono Band Ultimate Collection Deluxe Box Set. A collection features Lennon's 1970 mainstream solo debut, completely remixed from the original multi-tracks. And uh, the set features 159 new mixes on six CDs, two wow. Blu-ray discs. Yeah. And stereo five, music. 5.1 in Dolby Atmos, 
plus a 132-page book along with a poster and postcards. Now, what would you expect to pay for this amazing record collection? Uh, John Lennon Plastic Ono Band was originally released December 11, 1970. Uh, it marked Lennon's first album of original songs since the Beatles split earlier that year. Collection included such classics as Working Class Hero, Love, Mother, Isolation, and God. And aside from Lennon's piano work and guitar work, uh, the album featured Ringo Starr on drums, Klaus Vorman on bass, with occasional keyboards by Billy Preston, as well as Phil Spector on piano, who, of course, co-produced that album. We mentioned this earlier this morning. Uh, Les McEwen, the beloved frontman of 1970s pop icons, the Bay City Rollers, uh, passed away suddenly on April 20th at age 65. Uh, McEwen will forever be remembered for singing lead on the Scottish group's classic hits, including this song right here, 1976 chart topper, Saturday Night. His passing marks the third member of the Bay City Rollers to die in just under three years, following guitarist Ian Mitchell, who died in cancer, of cancer September 20th, September 2nd, 2020. He was 62, and co-founding bassist Alan Longmuir, who passed away at age 70 of a short illness on July 2nd, 2018. It's so wild that, that those, all those band members have died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we also spoke about another uh, passing, not in the rock format, uh, but nonetheless, um, great uh, music and fun music from... Uh, Digital Underground. Shock G, who was the producer and frontman of Digital Underground, widely known for his alter ego, Humpty Hump, <laughs> passed away. Uh, his real name was Gregory Jacobs. He was 57. No cause of death has uh, been confirmed in that. But as we said earlier, Tupac Shakur got his debut with that band, with Digital Underground. He was a, he was a member of the band for a short time. The picture, Tupac looks like a kid. Yeah, yeah. So, and one last tidbit of information for music news here at MMR. It is Tom Petty. Yeah. It's our MMR artist of the weekend, and it's in honor of Petty's debut solo album, Full Moon Fever. And it aligns with April's Full Moon, which is on Monday. They're calling it a super pink moon. Uh, Petty double shots every hour, and then you listen to win Full Moon Fever on vinyl throughout the weekend. MMR VIPs, click contest WMMR.com. You can enter to win Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live anthology box set. And then on Monday night during the Pink Moon, Jackie Bam Bam spins the entire album all together at 9 p.m. Is it a perfect album? I d- uh, I'd have to damn good. At, I'd have to look at the track listing and because I'd never I've never listened to the whole thing, yeah, right? But there's certainly chock full of hits, that's for sure. But it may be full one of, of those. Chalk. All right, and some breaking news. Whoa. Whoa. Breaking news. Breaking news. At the very end here, uh, Caitlyn Jenner has filed initial paperwork to run for governor of California. Wow. That's right. So this just in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the woman with the balls to do this. That's right. <laughs> that and uh, we had mentioned that that she had kicked around the idea, had had said, and, and that that should be her slogan. Absolutely, the woman with the balls. I'm the one. With, I'm the woman with the balls to do this, and you know it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we can explore a little bit of that uh, next week. But um, interesting. Uh, she's released a long uh, press release. Uh, that has gone out immediately and tweeted, I'm in. California is worth fighting for. Visit CaitlynJenner.com to follow or to donate today. And uh, there, she's running for it. Uh, now, the recall itself has not been completely certified, correct? We're still... 
Yeah, that out. I, I believe so. So, <laughs> so she's put her name early into the list. A lot of people who are wanting to jump in on this have been waiting to see if the recall fully goes through. Right. So we'll have to see how that plays out. All right. And with that, we will take a break. We'll come back, wrap things up, give away our Word of the Week prize, hand the keys over to Pierre Robert, and enjoy this beautiful day. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Rob Zombie. Papa Roach. Wolfgang Van Halen. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Love that song. Pearl Jam. The Fixer. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Going out to a young man with a ponytail. <laughs> 10.32 on this Friday morning. That's one of my, uh... That's in my top three favorite Pearl Jam songs. Oh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah. she tune. I dig it, man. Um, beautiful day today. 65 degrees. Ample sunshine. And it's going to warm up a little tomorrow, but we're going to be uh, having to deal with some clouds, which we can hang with as long as it's 70 degrees, which is what they're calling for. That's fine. Uh, Sunday, a little bit different. Uh, some morning rains, cooler, 63. And then by Monday, 67. And then Tuesday, going to be like 75. Next week's supposed to be... Uh, Temperature-wise, uh, making its way back up, which is going to be it's a little coaster of spring, but it's all hitting yeah. the right area. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so we're wrapping for the day, and I would like to thank Mr. Greg Fitzsimmons yeah. uh, for being on the program. Uh, Greg's a longtime friend of the show. He is at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow night, and you can get those tickets at heliumcomedy.com. So it's cool to check in with him. Um, and, uh, thank you. And thank you, Steve Morrison, for playing the game oh, this morning. Hey. That was fun. You got some, uh, hard-ass words there. And another happy birthday to Dr. Mike. Yeah. Oh, we can't, we can't say that dad. enough, man. He's our, he's our guy. He's the best. He's the medical guy of everybody. <laughs> like, we're the rock guys of everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the medical guy of everybody. <laughs> of everybody on this show. Yeah, well, absolutely. He's definitely yeah, the yeah. medical guy of everybody. Um, so I guess we need to go ahead and just, uh, get our letter of the day so we can give this prize away. You ready, Case? Yes, sir. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. H as in, hey, mister. All right. Hey, mister. And we now have a word, and we need caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR to give us that word. And uh, we got a prize that we can give away. But you know what? What? Before we do that, somebody's already called in, and it's Joe. Joe, you're not calling for the word of the week, are you? No, I'm not. Why are you calling? I just want $500. What a way to wrap up a week! Another one. Another $500 winner. That's fantastic. Well, cool. First of all, Joe, congratulations to you. Uh, Where are you calling from, sir? Where are you from? Northeast Philadelphia. From Northeast Philly. And uh, what do you do? What's uh, what's work for you, Joe? Sales. Sales. All right. Well, it's always nice when you can make that sale, make that extra cash. You didn't have to sell anything, dude. You just had to text in. Be rude to the next cold call. Yeah, you can do that because you got $500. But uh, no. Hey, we just want to congratulate you. We want to thank you for listening to the radio station and uh, to have a wonderful weekend, which I'm sure you can do now. Right, man? Yes, I can. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe, everybody. That's Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe won $500, another opportunity coming up. This man right here next to us, this beautiful man, 
is going to give you $500 or your chance to win $500. Thank you. A couple of times. Thank you. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. All right. Uh, and with that, let's jump right into getting our Word of the Week prize winner. How about that? Because we got, is your name Valentine? Yes, it is. All right. Valentine, what is our Word of the Week? The word is Earth. Great day in the morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Valentine. The money just keeps on coming because we got $300 in cash for you, my man. Congratulations to you. Thanks Hang, so much, guys. You bet, man. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. And that is courtesy of Aspiration uh, and in honor of Earth Day, which we just had yesterday. Aspiration debit card. You can choose to plant a tree with every purchase. And you'll get up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners and access up to 20 times the interest of a traditional bank. And get complete details when you sign up for a better world at aspiration.com slash green. And I assume that's why we went with the word Earth this that week, is right? indeed why we went there, yes. Excellent, man. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. folks they are, too. Um, hey, Pancake, if you're out there, come in here with that thing you made. Um, <laughs> that thing you made? Well, I yeah. think I know what it is. Ooh, is it a cake? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, he baked a cake. <laughs> Um, and um, he's uh, he's quite the cake baker. Isn't there an old saying, if I knew you were coming, I'd bake, bake cake, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't well, heard that in a long time. I, yeah. What well, is it, a robot? Yeah, he built uh, a new a Pope bot. <laughs> a new Pope uh, bot. No. Uh, oh, my God. Pancake, uh, God bless hat. him, designed a hat for mm. the Phillies. Oh, another one. Another one. Excellent. And um, it's really, really cool. Oh, I love it. Tell us what it is. Uh, this is a, um, it's a monster, basically. It's a fanatic hat that um, the actual hat is made of this like thick fur. It's like the carpet that I had in my room when I was a kid. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, shag rug. carpet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's the fanatic's fur. Yeah, it's like a half inch thick right. of the fanatic's fur. And it it comes uh, smelling like the fanatic originally did, so it doesn't stink. Oh, uh, it, smells it smells fantastic. Yeah, oh God, it's made actually. from aborted fanatic babies. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, it isn't. No, no? It actually. It actually smells really good. Casey, take a sniff of that. Okay. Yeah, sniff that up, man. Everyone <laughs> is smelling. Yeah. 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 Smell. I'm, you smell. I'm you going smell. passing the hat. No, really. It's got to it's got it. Oh, my God, Kathy. It's got a lovely... You're making a super spreader event. Absolutely. Right Everyone lick it. We're all vaccinated. We're good, man. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, so... I like it. Um, I think this is so cool. I love... every. I don't wear hats because they give me headaches, but, like... I'll buy each one of these because I think it's so cool that you have a chance to do this pancake. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's really cool. The uh, the the people over at the Put it on. Uh, the team store. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty. It's wow, <laughs> that's obnoxious. So, so this this is obnoxious, and there's a, a kids one that's a little bit smaller, but. Oh, I was going to say, this is perfect for kids, so there's a separate size one for kids? It's a a little bit smaller, uh, fits their head a little bit better, but I I wanted it to be uh, a fitted hat, because I'm I'm a fitted hat collector, but um, it works better as as this, and it, it just... I was watching the game the other night, and there's a bunch of people on. And they were wearing it? And they, they were wearing Dude, it. Mike Schmidt put one on. So, so Mike Schmidt put one, one on. So I'm, that you designed. I designed. So I'm, wow. I'm mowing the lawn, and uh, I have the, the the My Teams app up on a giant speaker, so I can hear the game around. You know, I got that, too. I so, never go anywhere without it. So I, I'm listening to the game, and I hear them say, oh, happy birthday, Fanatic. This is a new hat. Of the fanatic that's available at the store, and I'm like, I stopped mowing my lawn, and I was like, that's, I'm pretty my sure hat. that that's my hat. 
So I ran inside and uh, and there's Mike Schmidt wearing my hat with uh, with our buddy the fanatic. That's so, yeah, badass, it's, dude. It's really cool. Kudos to you. You think they're going to consult you uh, some more for? Yeah, uh... I hope so. Yeah, we uh, we have some ideas. We we uh, I did six at the time. So uh, are you getting a consulting fee? I hope. Sadly, yeah, these, these um... were uh, these were these started off as a hey, we want you to do your a, de- a hat to you know make your own design and and you can have you know your own design out there because I had given some ideas. Uh, for years, and as like, your agent, we don't give I, I anything know. more away to our um, dear friends. Yeah, so 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 these you guys gave uh, and you gave, and now no, I love the fills, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you should if they're if they're yeah. using and yeah. making money from your product, you need to give totally. a little bit of you know something that. for the effort. Yeah, I would love the payroll. Hmm. Totally. Maybe get a uh, ring if they win a series, you know what I'm saying? I think that would be nice. I, I mean, I'm not asking nice. for a lot. I'm just saying. You'll be... Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I love the guys. And all the people over at the Phillies, uh, Francis, who we all know, uh, runs the, the team store, and Kristen, and um, everybody at New Era, it was it was a blast to do. Nice. I love it, dude. Thank it's you very great. much. Congratulations. Yeah. Pancake. Yeah. Well Where done. Can you so. get it? So, so yeah, so you can only get it uh, down at the Phillies New Era Team Store, which is at the stadium. So you can only get it there. Okay. No um, ordering online. No ordering online. They don't have an online store that's run through somebody else. You hear that, Kathy? Uh, but you can call them. Uh, you have to go in person and buy it at a that's store. That's true. Um, yeah, so it's 267-530-2333. Um, or you can go down the store, and if you're down there, uh, I'm there all the time. Very hey, nice. what's your beef with online shopping? Nothing. <laughs> well, actually, no, I do. I, I Amazon, I used to go to this little beauty supply store called Beans Beauty Supply. And uh, they had three or four little locations, all family-owned. Amazon wiped out. Wiped them out. Yeah. Uh, no, I-, I mean, they just, you know, they're they're not bad. But, I mean, but they've wiped out a lot of small businesses. But you can't, but the small businesses, it's so easy now for them to put their products online where you I can know. shop right but from. this little small chain yeah, of stores. I, I, I understand. And it completely was because yeah. of Amazon. But, um, so I prefer to go to a mom-and-pop store okay. in person. Oh, gotcha. I, listen, I have no problem with in-person shopping either. I love I doing know. that. But- I know. I'm just kidding. But nice. online is also good. All right. Well, you've offended Steve because he left. Oh, uh, so he's got No, he had he had an appointment to get to. So <laughs> oh. that's why I was trying to give you guys like a, I a, a, a subtle wrap-up signal. We don't but know the wrap-up signal. Nah, We're it's all good. I've been Sorry, getting dudes. wrap-up signs for 40 years. I know you have. <laughs> uh, yeah. They don't work. Yeah, it doesn't. Kevin Gunn, you, Kevin Gunn was my producer one time, and he took the um, <laughs> the headphone uh, uh, wire and wrapped it around his neck like he was going to hang himself if, if, if you I didn't, didn't shut stop. up. Um, and I still kept going. That's all right. Man. There you go. All right. Yes, Pierre. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you want to check out the hat or any of that stuff, just check out my Instagram. It's uh, I am pancake with underscores between the words. So, okay. Thank cool. you, guys. Nice job, man. Good That's job, really kid. cool. And for, for a guy who's a fanatic about sports uh, wear, especially hats, yeah. it's yeah. perfect for him. It's perfect. excellent. Really uh, cool. What is happening on today's? program. I'll have Shinedown blocks. I've got a block of the Rolling Stones. Uh, Rob Hyman from the Hooters got a birthday, I think, tomorrow or maybe today. I'm not sure. And we'll get a block of the Hoots on and uh, much, much more. Plus the money. Uh, two different times at noon and two possibly coming your way with the Preston Steve money clips. And uh, on we go. Yay. Uh, have a great show and have a good weekend, too. Cheery, so. cheery Oh, Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Let me thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. The official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show and also Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right next week on this show. 
our good friend Michael Giacchino will be joining us. Always a great conversation with him. Uh, comedian uh, Christina Hutchinson will be on. And we're also going to have the actress and daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Her name is Sosie Bacon. Cool. So that and more will be happening the next week. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. WMMR.